y'all. It's your girl, Cache Ariel. We are tuning in live from the Sipping Shop, episode five. Cupid or stupid? It is your girl, Mama V, in the place to be. And who is our guest yes. host? <laughs> your guest host today is Miss Mel. You are grateful good. to be here. Come on, rappers. I'm sorry. I'm not. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, everybody. This is my first time going live on here. So today we are interviewing a couple dope business owners. Um, First up, we have Dr. Austin. I'm getting ready to invite her um, on my live so that me and her can chat. So um, while we're waiting for Dr. Austin, how was everyone's weekend? Well, yeah, past weekend. And what are you planning to do for this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> We're so used to coming on Sundays. This is Friday. Right. It's new. I had an opportunity hey. to celebrate my aunt, Pastor Cynthia Clements, her 66th birthday. It was beautiful. We had a good time. And my hat gang showed up and showed out. That's what they did. Mel, did you... <laughs> Did and, you do anything last weekend? And no, I ain't do too much last week. My weekends, I usually just try to chill, um, try to find some peace. Cause yeah. them, them phone lines, them, them IRS phone lines, where you out during Ooh. the week, baby? IRS phone lines. You doing taxes? You do my. You, you do taxes. I actually don't do taxes because I can't while I work for the IRS. But oh, that's right. We don't yeah. want to go to jail. Um, <laughs> I think I <laughs> right. figured it out. I don't know. I hit go live with Doctor Austin. Can you guys hear me? Can y'all respond back if y'all can hear me on live? Hey. 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 Can you hear me? Hi. One second. I'm trying to turn hey, it up so we can hear one another. Can you hear me? I can hear you good. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I am amazing. I see my people are in the building. It's Friday night. Hi, guys. Yes. Hello. I'm so glad that you joined us today. Um, one reason why I asked you to come on is because I love your energy. Well, you oh, know, you. you're welcome. And you're a black woman that's winning. And Hello. it's Black History yes. Month. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I said, I need to have her on as one of our dope business owners and women that's making history. Yes. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. So, I am so happy. Here. Thank you. So I just wanted to, you know, ask you a couple questions. Let the, my following in Cleveland know who you are, what you do, and things like that. So I'm just going to jump right into it because I know you're a busy okay. woman. So the first thing I wanted to know was how long have you been in the dental field? I became a dentist in 1996. Okay. Graduated from the University of Maryland. Yeah, I'm old, right? You're, You're not, not old. old. <laughs> <laughs> You're not old at all. You're not old at all. So um, I know that, you know, you do a lot of dental work, you know, celebrities, non-celebrities. And I know that in your bio, you did say that, you know, you were the dentist behind Cardi B. So I'm not going to ask about Cardi because I know you probably get asked a lot about that. But I, I do. She <laughs> was such an inspiration to people. I don't mind talking because it was a very public transformation, and it, it inspired a lot of people to do their smiles. Yes, because when her song came out, I was I had braces at the time, and I'm a big advocate. Like I don't know, I think like once I got my braces on, I started paying attention to people's teeth more. <laughs> <laughs> 
I became a dentist. Once I wore braces when I was 15, when the braces came off, you become aware of your mm -hmm. teeth and other people's teeth. Yes. So that's exactly how I got into dentistry. Okay. And I just wanted to know um, who, if you don't mind, if you can share, who was your first celebrity um, patient that you had? Was it Cardi or was it someone else? No, no. Back in 1998, when I started my business, my first celebrity client that I, uh, I actually was in Puff Daddy's or P. Diddy's restaurant mm -hmm. in the city, and I see this legendary music artist by the name of Isaac Hayes. Okay. Wow. Yes, my mom used to play his albums on the weekends, and I, he was a legend. So mm -hmm. I see him sitting down having dinner. And it took me a while. I'm like, man, he's having dinner with his friends. But I'm like, I've got to meet this man. I may yeah, never see him in my life again. Mm -hmm. So I went over, interrupted his dinner, girl. I was like, I know, I that's care. right. Well, <laughs> you, had to, you had to make that moment. Let him know who I am and what I do. And the thing is, everybody needs a dentist. And a lot of people don't. Mm -hmm. A lot of people aren't happy. They're mm -hmm. in transition. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm just going to see if he has a dentist. And he didn't. And he told me to have, have a seat and have dinner with him. Oh, yes. With him, mm -hmm. um, I literally became a part of his entourage and family. Aww. He started taking me to the Grammys, the Acapulco wow. Black Film Festival. He talked about me on the radio. He Amazing. he really became my mentor and my biggest supporter. Oh my God. That's what I mean. Like, I tell people all the time, I just put up a post on Facebook yesterday stating, you know, opportun all opportunities won't fall in your lap. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to go after them. And yes. just to be honest, like, I didn't think when I asked you, I'm like, she may not even get back to me, you know, because sometimes when people see that blue check mark or whatever, they don't respond or they too busy and things like that. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm the person I take chances. So I'm like, you know what? I'd rather hear her say no than to not ask at all, you know? So that's why I reached out and I asked and I'm, I'm like you, I step out on faith every time. And I think that that's yeah. what a lot of people need to do, especially when you're starting a business or anything you're trying to go after you step out can on you, faith. Can I, um, I have a patient in the chair and she needs me for one second. I'm yes. so sorry. You're fine. Go ahead. Y'all got any questions for the, the celebrity dentist? Because she ready, honey. Y'all ready? <laughs> Ask your questions. Hey, everybody. I'm sorry because I can't wave at each and every last one of you, but how are you guys doing? You can drop some stuff down in the comments. Yes. yes. Hey, Vonnie, you look gorgeous. Hey, honey, I yes. love that lip and the lashes. She came in here ready. I have to get my life together. Yes. <laughs> Hello, beautiful. My sister is on here, Siobhan, and my sister Tanya. Hey. I'm, I'm hoping and praying that my other sister gets on here. So yes. The life of a dentist. No, I know. I'm so, And I'm so sorry because I know we were supposed to start at 6.30. But right. trying to you make sure too. that the sound and everything is good because you get they'll get to, if you didn't get to get on with us today, you'll definitely be able to get on and listen on Apple Podcasts and Spotify later. So that's why. Yep. So it'll be on there. <laughs> Thank you, you guys. These lashes are from my boutique. Um, and thank you. We're taping inside of my store as well. So, um, without further ado, I know you got a patient. So, I just wanted That's to okay. ask you a couple. Go ahead. Talking about 
buffets and me interrupting the dinner and going after what you want. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So the next thing I wanted to ask, I know that you um, say that you can get certified and, you know, become your own boss if someone is looking to further their career in the cosmetics industry. So can you give us a little bit of information about how people can get certified that's listening in? Yeah, so um, I teach, um, as of last July when the pandemic hit and people were looking for ways to make money, I uh, created a course called How to Start Your Own Teeth Whitening Business. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, teeth whitening used to only be done in the dental office, mm -hmm. but since 2015, it became a beauty service and a beauty product. So mm -hmm. now, if anybody is out there and they are interested or already provide beauty services like skincare, makeup, hair, mm -hmm. um, anything related to beauty, you can learn how to whiten teeth like I do. Okay. And I teach in four hours how to become a teeth whitening mm -hmm. specialist. I teach it online and I also teach it in my Flint, Michigan office as well as my New York office. So online it's a four hour course and I take you through everything that you need to know from doing a checkup to make sure you're clients are candidates for whitening because not everybody is um how to do the teeth whitening procedure how to sell products online or directly in your store to help your clients keep the teeth white and all the uh, how to manage the risks so that you don't harm your clients it's an easy procedure to do so it's not rocket science so that's why Pretty much anybody can do it that has skills. Mm -hmm. okay. And um, you can make good money. Mm -hmm. uh, for the non-dentists, they usually end up charging anywhere between $99 and $150 mm -hmm. per one-hour whitening session. I recommend that you have at least two machines. Some Like, I have six. But you can do it <laughs> per hour oh, and make almost uh, up to $300 an hour. Oh, um, so, mm. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I told you, I'm taking that class. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you have like four people ready to sign up. Client the mirror, they paint the gel on their teeth, they mm -hmm. sit underneath the light, uh, and every 20 minutes you change it, you do it three times for 20 minutes to total an hour, and then they walk away with their teeth being up to six shades whiter in that one hour setting. Mm -hmm. So... It's really, really a fun, easy, safe procedure that anybody can do. So I have been having a blast uh, teaching. Mm -hmm. Most of the people that take the course are not dentists. Okay. Um, there is a certification quiz. So you have 50 questions to answer, but it's not hard. I just want to make sure that you understand the basics of whitening teeth. And after that, uh, we meet on Zoom for about 30 minutes to talk about how you want to set up your business because there's so many ways. You can have your business mm -hmm. in your house. You can actually rent a chair in a salon and do it in other people's businesses. Okay. Yes, I literally is. have the mobile machines where I take the show on the road and I do pop-ups um, at locations across okay. the United States. Yeah, so uh, people love it when I pop up. I get in my mm -hmm. car or I get on the plane and pop up <laughs> for a day and mm -hmm. just whiten teeth all day. Um, they did it at Essence Fest a couple years ago, right on the Essence Fest floor. So you could do trade shows. You okay. could do uh, all kinds of events. You could do virtual uh, teeth whitening par mm. parties with your home teeth whitening. Okay. And that's the other thing. You can have your own Shopify store, sell my teeth whitening products. I have charcoal. I have the teeth whitening trays with the LED light. I have my own mm. sonic toothbrushes. So literally 
during the pandemic, that's how I made money. When I couldn't go to the office, I was just selling, sitting in my house in club quarantine, selling tea <laughs> <white product. laughs> Not club quarantine. So right. a lot of that's people what, are asking, how much is the course? The course is a four ninety seven. But <laughs> okay. I, I met you on Clubhouse, so we're going to make this a Clubhouse discount. Ooh. If you hold Clubhouse, you'll get $100 off the course. Y'all better oh do my it. God. Y'all, 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 y'all better sign up. Y'all better sign up. Use the Clubhouse discount. You get $100 off. And you get $100 off. And you have a whole new career in four and a half hours. The teeth whitening machines, if you guys want more information, you just click on the link in my bio or you can DM me. The teeth whitening machines to get started are like $250. The kits to do the whitening are very, very uh, inexpensive. So the... Startup costs are not a lot at all. Under $800, you can have your whole business going. Oh, Put oh it on the credit card. Let's go. Yes, let's yeah, go. Have, let's go. I have, I have payment plans on my website. Okay. Yes, payment plans. Or is, um, it is teethwhiteningonline.com. Okay. Teethwhiteningonline.com. If you go to that website, you'll see that we have, for those who are on a tight budget, you can do payment plans for three months, six months, or 12 months. So if you just want to start paying on it, you have options. I want you guys to learn this because it is so much money to be made. It's an $11.4 billion industry. So why not? That's right. I see someone ask, can the UK market get the machines yet? Um, you probably can get the machines, but I don't think you guys in the UK can do use hydrogen peroxide. If I, I'm not sure if you guys are not um, limited to because there's certain countries in Europe, like in, I know definitely in the Netherlands, you can't use peroxide. I think there is a ban on hydrogen peroxide, but I'm not sure. I am not sure. We're going to have to find out. Okay. My mom, she's also, she's my, the co-host. I'm going to bring it over to her. Hi, Mom. Hello. <laughs> and she. Oh, that's where that's the cute little gap from. Okay. <laughs> 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 we, I know. We yes. have three sisters. Gap we, sisters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she has a question for you. So my question is, first of all, it's nice meeting you. You too. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, my question is. Do you recommend dental implants? Why or why not? So dental implants are the standard of care now. Mm -hmm. It's the best way to replace a missing tooth. Um, Before dental implants came along, your options were to get a removable denture that you take in and out. And Mm -hmm. who wants that if Mm -hmm. you don't have to get it? And then the next option was a dental bridge. Mm -hmm. But with the bridge, in order to hold that missing, that fake tooth, you'd have to trim around the circumference of the tooth next mm-hmm. to each of the spaces. So you don't, with the implant, you don't have to trim any other teeth. You're just, um, the surgeon is gonna embed a little metal screw mm-hmm. below the gums. Sounds mm-hmm. scary, but the bone does not have nerves. So a lot of times mm-hmm. the surgery doesn't hurt at all. The screw gets be- embedded below the gums and mm-hmm. then it has to sit and your bone has to lock into that mm-hmm. screw for about three months. And then after that, we can screw in a tooth to replace the missing tooth that you have. The process takes about four months in total, Mm -hmm. but the benefits to having the implant is that, again, you don't have to trim any teeth that may be healthy next Mm -hmm. to the empty space. And the fact that you have a root replacement underneath the gums, when you have a tooth in your mouth and you're constantly biting on it, mm-hmm. it keeps the bone 
health, uh, the bone levels healthy. When you yeah. don't have a tooth and you don't replace it, the bone starts to drop down. So mm-hmm. when you have your our grandparents that didn't have implants mm-hmm. and they lost their teeth, the bone would start to shrink sure. down. Yeah. Then their dentures wouldn't fit and it was a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Now, people who are missing like all of their teeth, they may get four implants and then the denture will snap into mm-hmm. the wow. implants for stability. So no more denture cream. Um, <laughs> If you have your own teeth and you're just missing one tooth, you can floss, you can brush. It mm-hmm. feels like your own tooth. So that's the beauty of the implant. It feels like you have your own tooth again. It is expensive. So, I was going to get asked. Is it true it costs $1,000 a tooth? About four thousand, three thousand, three thirty five hundred, four thousand, five thousand, depending on what part of the world you live. So you don't have a so, buy one, get one free program. You know what? You know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even do them. I just do veneers. But I tell everybody, if you are in, near a major city that has a dental school, mm-hmm. like here in New York, I send everybody to NYU. They have a great implant center. Mm. It's actually dentists doing the work, and you can get the implants for like twenty five hundred dollars. Two thousand dollars for the whole thing. So you can say, "Mm-hmm." I send all all my friends there. Wow, it's a lot. Yes, I know. She was saying that it's one thousand dollars. I'm like, well, you need to ask her if that's true, because you know sometimes people will just put out numbers. So I'm like. So in New York, true. each one is going to be close to forty five hundred, five thousand dollars. Yes. And you know what? I don't understand. I mean, it, it costs a thousand dollars per two. So you know, with the pandemic going on, you know, people probably buy a tooth a year because it's, it's hard out here. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> not a tooth a year. Um, you know, the other way that you know people who have who are able to qualify for financing—that's how a lot of people will do it. Or mm. you ended up you end up spreading it over time. It's mm. it's a lot. Wow. Get yes. into Dr. Kitchen. Oh, he, oh, <laughs> yes. oh. Well, my friend Aiden that lives in Scotland. Hi, Aiden. We got to, we got an international crowd. Okay. Yes. Hello. Yes. Um, um can you can you type your website in the comments and yes. I'll pin it so that way I can refer back to it. And then you could also, if you could just say it for us as well. So it's gonna be www.teethwhitening online.com okay and for those of you who are on this platform of instagram you can just click on the link in my bio at dr catrice austin but there you have it you can pin that www.keithwhiteningonline.com put in the code of clubhouse and you will save a hundred dollars. We also have someone from Africa, hey. South Africa, Ooh. that's on. So, hi, how are you guys? Uh, that is the one country I have not been to. Right, me neither. I want to go so bad. <laughs> so, um, I just got two more questions for you, and then no we'll be finished. My question was, no. um, how can people set up consultations for dental work? So, like, if they don't want to do a class, they just want to get some work done by you because I know you're awesome at what you do. Um, how do they go about that? You can go to VIP Smiles. Dot com. I do all of the consultations online via Zoom, and there is a section that says consultation. And what you'll do, or you can click on the link in my bio, 
and it's, I have it broken down into step one or step two. You follow step one, which is you guys can download a free Smile Makeover workbook. It's the workbook that I have you guys download, and I ask you some questions to prepare you for your smile consultation. Step two, you can actually download, actually fill out your information. If you go to VIPSmiles.com and click on the consultation page, or if you click on the link in my bio, you can fill out your information. I'm going to request that you send me some photos, and then you can um, have me review the photos. I do it for free, and I'll tell you if you are a candidate for veneers and that's all i do guys i don't do anything else but veneers and teeth whitening if you are a candidate i'm going to email you to set up an appointment and we meet online for 30 minutes and we'll go over everything that you need to know about your smile makeover how many you'll need how mm -hmm. long it's going to take how much it's going to be payment plan options and um Sometimes you have to do a little pre-planning with some moldings and x-rays. So we go over all of that stuff. So you walk away knowing exactly what you need to do. And even if you're not ready to do it right now, do your consultation, which is $99. And then at least you'll know the prices and you'll know what you need to save up for. Mm -hmm. um, stop. Listen, I've had people do GoFundMes, you know, to <laughs> get money for teeth. Don't mm -hmm. give me nothing oh, for my birthday. Give me nothing for Christmas. Go contribute to my go, go fund me. Yes. But at least when you're shopping for something major, usually you'll kind of shop around, you'll get different estimates, and then you plan for it. House, car, same thing with their teeth. Yes. So if you guys want to start planning for the future, maybe you're not ready to do it now, but you want to know how much and what it will take to get the smile of your dreams, let's set up that consultation. And it starts by going to VIP Smiles. Dot com hit the consultation page on that page you can also shop for dental supplies you can mm -hmm. uh, uh, look at teeth white you can see all my clients you can what else you can take my courses you can actually sign up from the course or for the course from mm -hmm. vipsmiles.com as well so Okay. Um, there's many ways to get to me. Okay. Oh. And I know, you know, it's um, Valentine's Day weekend. It's big for some people and not for others. But I just wanted to ask you a question in relation to relationships. We just try to keep everything still within the um, form of what we're doing. My question yes. is, how important is communication and consistency in a relationship for you? Oh, communication is everything. Okay. Without that's it, question. that's when things start to really go awry. Okay. Um, uh, anybody that I have a relationship with that I really care about, I'm we, I'm very I'm a very open minded person, and I'm the kind of person that I rather hear the truth mm. than to mm -hmm. hear a lie. Yes. Um, so just tell me if it is what it is. If you went out and you cheated, actually, just tell me. Yeah, I don't right. want to find out. Just, yes. I don't want to find out. Just right. Just make up and tell me. Exactly. Exactly. You want to see somebody else? You want to, you know, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Yes. Just tell me. I'd rather know the truth. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes hurt, but I like to deal with a, a place of honesty yes. and not being bamboozled and hooked. Yes. Yes. Because yes. yes. that's what a lot of people be doing. <laughs> yeah. Some people don't like to hear the truth, but I, I'd rather. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people will say, um, women always say they want to hear the truth, but um, in actuality, they don't. But me and you and probably a few other women, we're like one in a million that do want to hear the truth. So, yes. Because it doesn't always mean, like, look at, uh, I was listening to a Jay-Z interview, and they had to, 
deal with the lemonade situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes it doesn't mean that you're going to break up. It just means we might need to go to therapy and work on our problems. Come on, yes, that's right. Yes. So I'd rather be faced with the truth or deal with the situation. But at least I have a choice. If I decide Come to on. stay, then I Come on. If I, you know, to not know and to be deceived is a big problem. Now yes. you're lying to. I don't want to be lied to. Yes. Come is on. that when you get to messing with their teeth? Yeah, whatever it is, if it's dealing with kids and dealing with whatever the issue mm -hmm. is, not just you know cheating or anything, but whatever it is mm -hmm. that we need to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. I thank you so much, Dr. Austin, for coming on, yes. talking with it us. Like I, I love your energy. Like you just so outgoing. You're genuine. I love it. So thanks thank again. You so much. I, that's what I have to keep it real. Authenticity is very important to me. It is what it is. But either you like it or you don't. Yes. Yes. We love it. <laughs> so thank you so much for meeting with us, and we will be in tune soon. Hopefully, we can yes. do another one. Um, I know. Oh, so, thank you for uh, having me. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for you. coming on. And you have a great rest of your night, okay? Thank you. Bye, Mom. Bye. 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 Taking off my clothes, though. Mama V. Mama V. We're not about to play with you tonight. We're like Mama V in there stripping. Hey, everyone. So, um, just before we bring on our next guest, just to recap on the question that I asked Dr. Austin, um, how important is communication and consistency in the relationship for you guys? Uh, I feel the same as her. I would very much deal with the truth. Mm -hmm. Then I, I, I hate feeling bamboozled. Mm -hmm. That actually makes me more mad than the actual act it's feeling like you took my choice away from me right or, you know like right. let's deal with whatever it is at hand and mm -hmm. to be, to talk about what you said where you say they say women can't handle the truth mm -hmm. i don't believe that it's women can't handle the truth i think that you want to give the truth and think that it's supposed to have the outcome that you desire right mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that it's going to always be the outcome that you desire it doesn't mm -hmm. mean that we're going to stay together it may not even mean that we break up but right. at the end of the day i respect you as a person and as a man for telling me the truth, truth. right yeah. Right. And then I, what you think, Bonnie? And then for me, I would say the same thing. Me and my guy, we've been together for seven years. Mm -hmm. And consistency, it kind of shifts between what you may be going through in life at the time. Right. Okay. So sometimes that might be where it might take a shift. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is just, I'm tired. I don't want to be bothered. I don't mm -hmm. want to talk. I'm in my own zone. I right. might be dealing with some things that I don't want to talk to you about at that right. time. So right. consistency might change in the degree if you're looking at it that way. Mm -hmm. Right. But the truth, absolutely all the time. Yeah. Because right. if you lie to me, then you're going to steal from me. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to have to kill you. Don't you got some orange jumpsuits over there? Because she already went in. This is what it's going to be. I do not play. And I, I think right. that that is key. Honesty is the best policy. Yeah. If you lie to me once, you'll lie to me again. Exactly. You, um, I always say this saying, a lie don't care who tell it. Mm -hmm. Tell the truth. Um, the truth will set you free because at the end, if you if you are truthful up front, hey, I, I'm not consistent. You know, be truthful. I, we had this conversation the other day. Stop, don't start off anything with a lie. I think on our last podcast, I told him if if you uh, stuff yourself in a whole uh, bodysuit, <laughs> hey, 
I got on a whole bodysuit under here. Bro. When I take this bodysuit off, there's a whole lot of stuff out of here. I don't know if you're ready for it. But you can never say, I didn't give you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather we build off truth than a lie. Even if, like she said, if it, it may hurt me, I can yes. get over the hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I can't get over the lie. Yes. And I can continue to deal with Jeff said we violent. Trust your word. Oh, Jeff, Jeff said, said we violent. violent. But Jeff about to come on. But let me, tell, let me tell you something. <laughs> so we going to get him in the so, hot seat. If they get to lying to you, you know they can't trace potassium. And I'm not telling y'all to go out here and buy potassium, but I'm just telling you. Don't y'all listen to Mama V. <laughs> no, I'm just listen playing. to Mama V, y'all. Don't y'all listen to her. Don't y'all do it. She I got a daughter now. <laughs> she, I can't. She don't she have tripping. a phone on y'all. She tripping. <laughs> she tripping. So, y'all, um, the next guest that we have coming on is my um, uncle, Jeff Brown. You guys probably know him from the Jeff Brown Show. And he's making a difference out here in Cleveland and all over. You know, his um, podcast yes. is in top 50, correct? Yes, it uh, is. Right. Um, he's on iHeartRadio. He's on all type of platforms. Yes, so I want to bring him on just to talk with him for a little bit. Um, so give me one second, you guys. I'm going to add him on to the um, live. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Now we gonna right. Oh, where you, you go? Let me get my let me get my camera shot together. You know so what? Guys, I'm gonna turn the camera so you all can see Jeff. You know what? Let me get my camera shot together. Oh, okay, I'm right. All right, I'm we don't have time for this. What's up, niece? What's, What's up, up uncle? Niece? What's happening? Y'all got ooh, y'all got me in the hot seat on and it's Valentine's Day weekend. Come yeah. on. I don't like this setup. <laughs> so I don't even like this setup. Uh-uh. You good, you good, you good. We ain't got too many What's bad up? questions. But we just wanna, you know, let the people know one who you enough. are. No, we gonna ask one more bad. than one. Oh, I one got I got a I got a whole My mother was gonna grill you. I had to tell her to slow down. Like she See that's her problem now. She always trying to grill me. And you know, I can't I can't speak for all the men in the world. That's her, I tell y'all women, I can't speak for all the men in the world. Y'all be trying to grill them. Y'all be trying to hold me accountable for all the all the all the brothers did wrong. Give me some grace. Okay, we're gonna give you some, give grace. some grace. So, um I know a lot of people know who you are because you know you just popular. But I wanted to ask you, what made you start a podcast? Well, uh, <laughs> several things. Um, my family always told me they thought I was a stand-up comedian. They thought I sh- should have been on TV, and um, they thought I should have had my radio show. They thought, you know, I was made for for entertainment. Even though my mom, family, everybody. Uh, when I came home from prison, well, before I went to prison, I went to I signed up for broadcasting school, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, well, that didn't happen because I went to prison. Came back home, and I went right back to broadcasting school to learn the business. And um, I was able to intern on some local radio st- uh, shows here in the city that were Christian radio shows with my dude DJ Riley Knight, and. Um, and um, the shows got canceled. And so when I started doing this, I started using my Facebook platform as my radio show. Mm-hmm. So I would post funny stuff. I would say funny things. I would say encouraging words. I would go live. I would do things like that. And um, some different networks 
reached out to me um, to help me, uh, you know, get a podcast. They're like, hey, man, you need a podcast. One of my best friends I grew up with, he was working for, uh, he was actually a talent uh, uh, agent for um, a company here in Cleveland mm -hmm. um, out in Euclid several years ago. And he said, man, you need to have the Jeff Brown show. Is mm -hmm. exactly what he said. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm saying the Jeff Brown show, I, I need to do something different. Well, I wind up going with a different company and um, and I use the Jeff Brown show. And uh, big shout out to my friend Justin for, uh, in, you know, just, you know, believing even in that name and that brand. And uh, we've been able to do some great things, you know, with the Jeff Brown show. So, um, you know, it gives me an opportunity to talk, uh, to be a motivational speaker, to entertain, mm -hmm. talk trash, enlighten mm -hmm. people. Um, we talk about everything on the show. It's a show that makes you laugh and think. So, mm -hmm. you know, we have an opportunity to touch on a lot of different topics, uh, especially with relationships. Um, our listeners participate in the relationship corner as a segment on our show where, you know, people share what their experiences are in their relationships, what they're actually going through, you know, mm -hmm. uh, like my, one of my last episodes, um, uh, I think what happened on that last, I, mean, I got so many. Um, uh, oh, so this guy, uh, so this lady is dating a guy, mm -hmm. you know, it's a scenario real quick. And, and so to spice up the relationship as an early Valentine's Day gift, she brings another woman into mm -hmm. the bedroom. So they have a threesome. Mm -hmm. But come to find out, she was already dating the woman, but her dude don't know. Oh, my God. So now she, Wait, she, so now she wants to break mm -hmm. up with the guy to let him know that she really want to be with the woman. So these are the it's, these are scenarios that come on my show that I did that I that I have to weigh in on because this is what it is. People deal with this stuff. So I look, I use my, I allow my platform to be a place where people can express themselves, but I express myself, and it, and it makes for good entertainment. Okay, so this is my next question because I think that uh, similar in some in ways we're similar when it comes to us just speaking our minds and saying how we feel and not having a filter behind it. So. So do you feel you're? I get in trouble a lot. I, I used to. I used to. I get in trouble all the time when I speak my mind. Yeah, I, so I'm trying to learn to, you know, be more disciplined with that. But my question to you is, do you feel you're controversial, especially being a black male in radio? Do you feel like someone would automatically uh, label you as controversial just because, you know, you're speaking on specific topics and because of your skin color? Black has nothing to do with it. I'm just controversial anyway. You mm -hmm. know, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna voice my opinion. Are there are there systemic uh, issues and racism in in the entertainment industry? Absolutely, but I don't allow that to control my destiny. I don't allow that mm -hmm. to make me a victim of circumstance. I'm gonna mm -hmm. say what I'm gonna say. You know, mm -hmm. I'm gonna say what I and, I'm, and I mean what I say. Does it get me in trouble? Yes, but the reality mm -hmm. the reality is that I'm authentic. You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna be my authentic self, and I and I think that's why my show uh, is in the top sixty for Black culture on iHeartRadio's podcasting platform. You know, out of two hundred fifty thousand podcasting shows, uh, mm -hmm. when you look at, we just recently learned that we charted in the top fifty in Canada. So mm -hmm. uh, for entertainment. Mm -hmm. So, um, and we're also syndicated on traditional radio as well. Ooh, we just got yeah. picked up by a top forty station in California, you know, oh, oh, so, um, you know, that has a million listeners a week, 
you know, mm-hmm. traditional radio. Yes. So um, that's authentic. That's mm-hmm. being your authentic yes. self. Yeah. Um, and so, but I also learned that I had to have a platform here at home in Cleveland. And the reality is sometimes uh, if you're not if you're not accepted at home, it's going to be hard for you to be accepted everywhere else. So mm-hmm. I, I really geared my show to be accepted here, you know, mm-hmm. building a brand that got known through events and throwing events uh, such as seafood and jazz and mm-hmm. just doing the things I need to do to brand to get my brand out there and to get people to listen to the show. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm excited about what we're doing and, and, and the fact that there are people not just here locally, um, and nationally, but even internationally, loving what we're talking about and loving the platform mm-hmm. because we're authentic. Yes. And um, I know that you were honored, well, I believe it was yesterday, correct? Or was it the day before yesterday by Empower Clee? Uh, uh, what, what's today? Friday. Friday. <laughs> oh man you know i'm tired oh you know what i was honored yesterday okay from the city of cleveland yeah yeah for black history congrats yeah, on that thank you i appreciate that <laughs> I, I um you know very humbled and honored by that i hear veronica back there laughing don't be talking about me veronica uh-huh. be so, a long week <laughs> so how did that come about you know you mind sharing a little bit of the backstory as to how that came um, you know, everybody that knows me know I'm, I'm big on community work. People know that um, that I that I'm big on giving back and, and bringing the community together. Mm-hmm. Um, for the past five years, uh, which they talked about, uh, I do an event called 100 Coach 100 Kids. Yes. Um, last mm-hmm. year we didn't do it uh, because of the pandemic, but within those within these past five years we've been able to raise over three thousand brand new coats you know mm-hmm. to give back to families in need um and um and children that needed it you know but last year um we uh myself along with dr yvonne pointer and, and several people uh com- community activists and leaders in the community they um uh, we came together to feed uh over three thousand frontline workers, nurses, doctors, uh, police, EMS workers, Mm -hmm. partnering with Chick-fil-A and different black-owned restaurants and businesses here in the city, Um, the Four Bistro, uh, Sam Silk, Chicken and Fish, uh, Angie Soul Food, uh, at the time, Chicago Chicken and and, and, and Waffle. So we did all of that and um, to... to, to, um, you know, to give back. Mm-hmm. And and it all started with a young lady who was a nurse who reached out to me and said, Hey, can you host prayer? Can you can mm-hmm. you get a virtual prayer going for uh for the nurses because we're scared, you know, mm-hmm. literally we're scared. And um and I and I reached out to Dr. Yvonne Pointer and um she said, Let's do it, nephew, and we wind up praying for two weeks. It started out to be a seven day prayer, but we wound up praying for two weeks, you know. Mm-hmm. Um for 10 minutes each day, I invited some of my, my friends in the gospel, preachers and evangelists and just different ones that said, mm-hmm. hey, Jeff, we got you. We love you. Whatever mm-hmm. you need us to do, let's do it. And um, and out of that, it was birthed for us. We were motivated and birthed, uh, you know, just, you know, following, you know, uh, the, the leading of, uh, of the Holy Spirit to just mm-hmm. really, you know, feed people. You know, sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, they say. You know, food is the best the, is the best way to a person's heart, mm-hmm. and 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 what we were able to do, hope, hate. Oh. 
followers and just different people mm -hmm. were able to mm -hmm. able to um, were able to um, um, give and through those donations we were able to feed over 3,000 yes. frontline workers and not, not to mention over 500 children in Ghana, Africa so you know mm -hmm. um, it's work mm -hmm. ministry is work, giving back is work and you know this is what we do Yes, um, and so I am proud of you. I I love everything you. that you're doing. And likewise, thank you. <laughs> um, and before, uh, do you want to ask the question before I ask the Valentine's Day question? Don't let her ask yeah. no question. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask the question. He, no, he already. Do y'all want to ask the question? No, I do. I have. I have. First of all, I, I want to say this. Um, no, y'all can ask me a question. I'm just teasing. I want to say that I am very proud of you. Um, ever since uh, Thank you. Body of Christ, I, I mean, I've always admired you because you have always been a go-getter. You know, even when you was on the drums, you was, you know, you was a go-getter. Girl, get to the But anyway, my, <laughs> but my question for you tonight is, what legacy do you want to leave? My legacy? The fact that uh that I that I empower people that I change I try to change somebody's life. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you know, when God created us, He didn't create us to be alone. You mm -hmm. know, and you know, and He gave us all purpose. But that purpose and the gift is not just for us, but it's to be shared. Right. And so, uh, I I want my legacy to be known that I shared my gift. You know, mm -hmm. and that I shared. Uh, my purpose with the world and to inspire people, mm -hmm. and um, that's 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 the legacy, mm -hmm. you know. Whether you know I, I get a billion dollars or whatever the case mm -hmm. might be, that I don't want that to be the legacy. Right. I do I want it absolutely, but the real legacy is that I I changed people's lives, I made impact, uh, I I um I was able to inspire, and I was able to do some good on this earth while I was here. Okay, yes. and then my next question is this, because um, you mentioned Hope Haven, which I think is so awesome because you are such a giver, um, and you partnered with Dr. Yvonne Porter, who I think is so, I don't know her personally, but I think she is so awesome and a wonderful. Yeah, she's a jewel. She, yes, she is, and so um, how, um, what is my question? I see you doing great things with Hope Haven. How has that made you feel? How has that changed your life? It changed my life a lot. Because it is, it's through that partnership and just working together, it allowed for me to expand what I was already doing, and to expand with someone like Dr. Yvonne mm -hmm. Pointer. I call her Auntie, mm -hmm. uh, and us genuinely working together, um, you know, it, it definitely helped expand my work in the community. You mm -hmm. know, activism and just being a part, um, and and just you know making sure that you know I continue to grow and. And to and, and make a difference in this community, mm -hmm. you know. Here's the thing: whether it's a, that Jeff Brown show myself or Dr. Yvonne Pointer, mm -hmm. you know, everybody has the ability to make impact. Mm -hmm. I, there's a scripture in Hebrews 13 and 16. Um, you know, when you read the scriptures, uh, it says, you know, God is pleased when we share and when we give. Yes. You know, to others, mm -hmm. it talks about that, and so. You know, we understand without without faith, it's impossible to please God. But also in that, there has to be a balance that 
you know, we have to look out for others other mm-hmm. than ourselves. You know, we got to look out for people, you know, other than ourselves. And mm-hmm. so that's where God is pleased at. So um, that's what real work and ministry and, and good deeds come into play, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, you know, we want to we want to make sure that we're making a difference, that we're yes. changing somebody's life. Yes. And so that's 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 the impact of, of working with Hope Haven and, 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 and the work that they've been doing all prior to our partnership but just uh just just being inclusive with that that's mm-hmm. just it's just a dope situation mm-hmm. yes yes i know you, you have, have yeah one, this is my one last question for you um you mentioned um about you being incarcerated um you wouldn't be able to tell that you were incarcerated because i mean you came home and you were very impactful if you could speak to um someone who is being ready, getting ready to be released, or is having a hard time right now, um, getting back on yeah. their feet. What what advice would you give them? Um, first off, let me shout out my lovely radio wife, Miss Sassy. Mm-hmm. Y'all should invite her on. Hi, Miss Sassy. We will. Uh, yeah, y'all get her on. Um, I would tell that individual um, that don't worry about the next man. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about what people are doing. Don't worry about what you lost. Don't worry about trying to get into the rat race and all that. Mm -hmm. No, take your time and build. Because as soon as you rush, as soon as you focus on the wrong thing, it'll Mm -hmm. put you right back in where you you came from, where you were released from. Mm -hmm. Um, That time that you were there was for you to rebuild your mind, reset, so that way you could come home. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And, and, and get on the track that is connected to your purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Everybody has a prison experience, whether you behind the walls or whether you outside mm-hmm. the walls. Yeah. There are people that there are people there are people that are in prison in relationships, you mm-hmm. know, because they're physically mm-hmm. and men- mentally abused. Okay, and and they don't see an out date. Okay, mm-hmm. right um, out of that situation, there are people who are financially. In, in bondage, right? You know, they just don't know how to uh, use their resources. They're in prison in their finances. There's mm-hmm. some people that's in prison spiritually. Mm-hmm. They're just not set free. They're in mm-hmm. a dark spot. So they're in a dark space. So, you know, you're dealing with people that's fighting depression and, mm-hmm. and suicide and all kinds of stuff. So my thing is, whether you're behind the walls, whether you're outside the walls, everyone has a prison experience. Mm-hmm. So what we have to do um, is understand that our, in our own individual oh, lives yeah. that our <laughs> life is under construction, mm-hmm. okay? So if, if our life is under construction, what does that mean? It's a, it's a continual building process. Right. You know, I'm a home renovator. I, I buy homes, renovate them, and, and I resell them. I take eyesores and we turn them into showpieces, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a process. What's the process? You got the demo. What did what the demo mean? You demo all the bad stuff that's in the house. Mm-hmm. The debris, the bad wood, the bad drywall. Get all the old toilets out, all the old sinks. Get out all the old formica and everything mm-hmm. that's there, right? And mm-hmm. you put it in a dumpster. You got to order the dumpster because it's got to go somewhere, okay. right? <laughs> so you put all the bad stuff in there. You put all the bad debris and everything in there. And then what you do, then you, you start what is called rough framing. 
what is the rough framing for? Because now you got to add all new electrical, mm-hmm. all new plumbing, all new HVAC, and you can't add those mechanicals without mm-hmm. the framing because it's got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And what is the framing? The framing is what the space is intended to be. So mm-hmm. when you frame it and then you put your mechanicals together, mm-hmm. what happens? Now, uh, when they pass the inspection, because you, you got to get the city inspection because you got to pull the permits and everything like that, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, what happens? Now, when the inspector comes out, they pull the, they say, oh, okay, you made this, you made this change, you, you met the code, you passed the test. Mm-hmm. What happens? Now, you know, you put your drywall. You start mudding and you start doing the different things you need to do in order to make the house a showpiece, you know? Mm. So that such is life. Mm. Our, we're we're eyesores that are becoming showpieces, you know. Oh, you we, just, our life is the whole world. You know, so so that's what happens. So I would tell that man or that young woman that hey, you know, we're all eyesores mm-hmm. that are trying to become a showpiece. Not 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 for not for the pleasure or to uh to make uh to make it something for men mm-hmm. but this is for god mm-hmm. god our lives are the center stage where god is able to do his best work mm-hmm. you know um you know i i i read the story about rahab right rahab mm-hmm. in the bible you know she she was a harlot right mm-hmm. but when you look in the new testament she's the mother of of, of boaz right. okay mm-hmm. so 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 my thing is you might start one way mm. but it's not always how you start but it's, it's always finish. how you finish and yeah. so so in the finishing you can't get to the finish without going through the process you know everybody wanted to start and they just want to go to finish but you can't get to the finish line without running the track you can't mm-hmm. get to the finish line without you know t- tossing the baton or doing right. the things that's necessary in order to be uh great and positive and so i would tell that individual take it one day at a time run at your own pace because your life is under construction and um and mm-hmm. that um hey you can win. You can do this. Listen yeah. here, you done yeah. said you, you done blessed us. You know, trip your cash app. Trip your cash app. You know what I mean? You know. So a seed into that word. You did so good. It was a great breakdown. Yeah, put it on there. Put your cash app in Mama Penny. So before we, you know, we get out of here, I just wanted to ask you, you know, it's Valentine's Day week. And so Uh I just... (laughs) You know, I don't have time for your games today. So I no just, no so no. I, so I just wanted to ask you in regards to relationships. Do you think men or women have standbys in case their relationship don't work out? Do I think men and women have a standby situation in case their relationship doesn't work out? Yes, that's a good question. Well. <laughs> It depends on what the standby's job is. You know, if, you're, if you're standing by, yeah, you know, for real because you got some people who are just friends mm-hmm. opposite, of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. They're just friends, and there's nothing at that time. You know, if that if they're involved with someone where they're trying to, you know, engage at a level like that. Mm-hmm. But if their situation doesn't work right, and they spend time together, you know, at where they're healing one another through. Mm-hmm you know, companionship, friendship, then that becomes something. Mm-hmm. So that could be a standby. Um, but if you just a, if you just flat out just a player, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and you just out here, 
you got you got to stand by. Miss Effie said this the wrong question to ask. <laughs> she know what's up. So, yeah, so so uh, yeah. I mean, I think people have somebody. You know, they they got a they got somebody in the back pocket some type of way. Is that cool? No, but at the end of the day, we're living in a culture. Right, mm-hmm. where it's accepted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like you, you know, you know, Veronica. It's not like how we grew up, right. you know, back in the day, where you know you would feel some type of way. You you would feel bad if you did this. See, now y'all young, feel it's, bad. It's, it's, yeah, it's, they have no filter. These young people don't have no filter, honey. They, they don't have care. no filter, and they just and, you know, and, and this is the is? culture. Right. I'm trying to understand where y'all grew up because I mean, you know, people had whole families on the other side of town, and we. Just, <laughs> well, come on. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, you know, what? Well, well, I'm just saying not all, but it wasn't as prevalent as mm-hmm. it is today. It, that's all I'm saying. I disagree. So, I just it, think it, that it's social media. It's a secret. It's just social media that well, makes it right. appear well, well, saying, that is. Well, well, oh my God, it's I agree control. with that. That social media did have something with have to have 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 a lot to to do with island. pushing that that mm-hmm. scenario. Mm-hmm. But I think that. That is definitely a cultural shift, mm-hmm. uh, and a generational shift as well. I definitely believe that. Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain things that I just I wouldn't do now mm-hmm. that I would have done twenty twenty you know twenty uh, twenty or twenty five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's entertaining to a to somebody who's twenty years younger than me, fifteen years younger mm-hmm. than me, it's not entertaining to me now. It's mm-hmm. just not. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I might talk trash because I can probably you know, relive some of those things I used to do, but mm-hmm. where I am in my life now, I don't I don't I don't consider it to be entertaining at all. You know, because I'm in a different place in my life. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, you know, I don't celebrate, you know, think about it. In hip hop culture, you know, uh it's you know, women are celebrated if they have dress. You know, they you know they showing their titties, they showing they you know they you know, they ass and booty and all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How you gonna say you ass know, and booty at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, move. It's our filter. Say what you got to say. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Okay. So, you know, you your, so that's what I'm saying. So, so people, uh, you know, when we look at that, that's a that's a that's a part of the culture. Okay. The video vixens and the, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that's a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. That's you know fast money, fast women. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Uh-huh. When you you know that's you know it was a part of our culture. But there was more and more of a message. Like when you mm-hmm. listen to the music now, there's not a lot of message to the music. It's just it's it's just more of a vibe. It's it's more hype music than anything. Mm-hmm. There's not really a lot I of lyrical content, right? Mm-hmm. But but you but yeah, but oh, you God, see, you know, you see the video girls, you see the video girls, you see the, mm-hmm. the nice cars, you see all the the, the fast money, mm-hmm. you know, the hustle money. So this is the part of the culture. Mm-hmm. So I just think that yeah, you know, and if you're looking at that type of culture. It's okay to have multiple friends on the side. You know, that's just what it is. <laughs> he gonna so, take it back to the Do question. I agree with that at this time? No comment. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's no comment. <laughs> You know, um, but I just want to put out here that it, it it's even older guys because I've dated older men before and they still be on games. I don't think it has nothing to do. That no comment like you, no comment like you, no comment like you. no comment. She know. However, I've dated men that were older than me and they were still having 
somebody in the back pocket. So I don't really think that but, it matters about the age or the generation. I just think it's it's about the mentality of the individual. So let me let me say this: if you're 45 and 50 and you acting like you're 25 and 20, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is you're you're adding to what's what you're 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 adding to the culture mm-hmm. when you should be actually mm-hmm. holding that culture accountable mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and not every not every person that's 40 45 50 mm-hmm. you know uh acts that way you know what i'm saying yeah. and, and i believe when you get to a certain age in your life in, in your life age does play a part because there's some mm-hmm. experiences in your life that when you have 40 45 50 65 70 that you should have experienced yeah. yes that oh, would yeah. tell you that should tell you that when you see a certain type of situation get ready to happen that you should be able to intervene to make to, to fix that problem mm-hmm. or or step away from it mm-hmm. but what we're seeing is and i agree with you niece that you know, we do have some older men and older women. You know, uh, I was t- I read a fact the other day, a fun fact. I'm gonna drop this note, no, this little nugget on you. Uh, uh, men sixty and over mm-hmm. cheat at a rate of cheat at a rate mm-hmm. of uh, I think it was like sixty percent. Mm, wow. Yeah, cheat. Mm. Women at seventy and over, age seventy and over, mm-hmm. they cheat at a rate of seventy percent. So what I'm saying is, well, honey, ain't walking fast because I, I don't have time for Clarence and his issues. But I like that bread. I like that. When you get to a certain age, there's certain things you shouldn't even be doing. Mm-hmm. Like when you seventy or sixty, you should be. You know, chilling. You but know, this, but, but this, what they do. But this is what they do. This is what they do, though. Uh, the older guys, they like to prey on these women because, like you said, they know the culture, so they know that these young women are into money and they're into mm-hmm. men taking them on trips and things like that. Listen, so that's how I, they absolutely. It's been like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. how they they hold it. They hold over it. But yeah, but even when I was in high school, that was also a thing where the, it wasn't probably much of an age difference. But there was guys who were either dropouts or not in school at oh, all, yeah, coming up sure. to the school picking up the girls that were still in school. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I think yeah, that sure. that's a thing that keeps them able to do what they want to do when they can prey on a younger woman or anybody because even the woman like you said the statistics of it so even a woman could do the same thing they can see a younger guy and be like okay i'm i'm gonna hold money over his head or whatever the case may be because sometimes guys do want a sugar mama or whatever so i think that it's it's a it's a balanced thing but like at the end of the day it goes back to just maturity and if you're ready to be in a serious committed situation right 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 yeah, so I, I agree with you on that too, Dace, you know, but again, I, I do think that people do keep a side friend, you know, now more than ever, um, on on you know, on deck just in case plan A doesn't work out. <laughs> what Rob gone? Rob to was this a visual clubhouse. I cannot. <laughs> so, um can you type in the uh comment section your um how people can find you, you know, if you, you know, yeah. just put your hand you up in there. You want me to type that all in there? You don't <laughs> got to type it. If you want to type it, <laughs> you can just say it. <laughs> okay, listen, I'm going a, I'm to a, uh, let your mother do that because she can do that for me. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, hold on one second. 
this thing. Okay. So you can follow me on Instagram for anybody that want to connect with me at the Jeff Brown Show. The Jeff Brown Show, as you see uh, in the live section right here at the top with our with me and Cache mm-hmm. and uh, we'll say the Jeff Brown Show. Uh, you can go to my website at www.thejeffbrownshow.com. And there's a link in my bio on Instagram where you can actually go subscribe to my show mm. right now and stay connected. Um, we've got we've had some wonderful guests um, uh, on the show uh, from Roland Martin to Coco, actress and comedian Coco Brown. Um, mm-hmm. We recently just had uh, Kimberly Brown, the daughter of. Jim Brown, the legendary football mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. Okay. Um, she was an actress in the movie that just came out one night in Miami. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it's just, you know, I've been blessed. Next week we've got um, Farrah Gray. You know, he mm-hmm. was uh, noted as Forbes, uh, one of the most influential black men in America by mm-hmm. Forbes. So um, so we've got some great people coming on the show. And and uh, next month in March, we're going to be doing March Madness, mm-hmm. where we're going to be bringing on some R&B legends to mm-hmm. talk about the old days, the 90s, the good old 90s, and okay. how R&B mm-hmm. uh uh, was yeah. was going back then and, and what's the difference now and uh, I know your mother loved that cause mm. she loved her she trying to tell me we don't know nothing about it when she know I listen to Anita Joe to see she can't even get it out Tevin Campbell okay. all of them you know I'm okay, a music next. head so Tevin Campbell's the 80s but go ahead Girl, it doesn't matter. Can we talk for a minute? <laughs> no, anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. So yeah, so hey, yeah, just, just you know, just tap in on the link. Um, follow me on Instagram. If you know, I'm also on Facebook. You can follow my personal page, Jeff Brown Jr. I also have a page for my show called the Jeff Brown Show page. How weird is that, right? Mm-hmm. But just follow me and um, stay connected. Make sure you guys follow my niece. Yes. Stay connected with her as well. You know, I'm proud of her. I want to tell you before uh, before this short dialogue ends, this short, you know, interview ends, thank you again for letting me come on. But I am so proud of you. Thank you. you. Are, um, your mother has done a phenomenal job with you. Aww. And um, you, 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 hey, you... Listen, stay, <laughs> stay connected, stay stay focused. Let me tell you something, because it's easy to get distracted. And you have to do this when you don't feel like doing it. Cause, because consistency is the key. Consistency produces success. Mm. And so if you want to continue to be successful in what you're doing, you have to make sure you do it when nobody's not looking. You yeah. got to share. You got to post. You got to figure mm-hmm. out what the content going to be. You got to figure out, you know, when nobody else is around, you mm-hmm. know, and you know, it's going to be on you. You got to put the work in. You got to put the time in. You got to do the show when nobody else going to be there. If mm-hmm. everybody running late, guess who got to be on time? You. So, <laughs> I'm saying all this to say to you, I'm saying all this to say to you, you know, your consistency is going to produce the results. You know, when I when I you know came with the Jeff Brown show, this concept a couple of years ago. Actually, this would be my third. Oh, this is my third year anniversary coming up. As a matter yes. of fact, because yeah, my first show was on Valentine's Day in uh, 2018. Okay. So, 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 but we were consistent. I was consistent, even when I had to find a new host. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I had to find, and you know, I had to search for a new host. I still was consistent, even when my numbers wasn't where I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. or I didn't get the likes I thought. People were still watching. Mm-hmm. So you may not get all the likes, you may not get the, you know, but people are still watching you. So mm-hmm. I'm telling you, your consistency is going to determine your success. And and I've and I believe in what you're doing, and mm-hmm. you're going to be great. And your future is bright. So thank Thank you again for letting Uncle come by and and hang out with you. Thank you so much. I love you. We love you. And we'll talk to you. I've got to come on. I got to come on your show. You can come on my show. I got to come on. You can come on my show. You definitely can. Listen, we're going to put something together um, and, and get you on the show for real. You know, okay. because I believe that you could add some value and and do some great things, and uh, and um, and I want to help you promote what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You oh, know, God's provided me a platform, and um, and that's what it's for. You know, to to help people and to to help you know get people's you know message out there. You know, especially the people that are doing something. You guys mm-hmm. are doing phenomenal. So, uh, and I'm happy for you, and I'm happy to be a part in any type of way I can help you. You know what I'm saying? So it's all good. All right, thank you so much. I love you, Uncle. We'll talk to you soon. Yes. All right, now I can go drink my tequila. No, no, no. Enjoy. I can go drink my Malagra. You know what? I love y'all. Love you too. Yes. So, um, I have to call our last guest. Um. It's Karma, so I'm going to call her on my cell phone so you guys can um, hear um, just her backstory. I love Karma. She's doing an amazing job in Georgia. And um, you could just give it to me I'm because I'm going to call her on there. Oh, okay. Unless you wanted to go back live on there. I just need a phone to call her on. <laughs> so give me one second, guys. Okay. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. Hey. Hey Hey, girl, so just give me one moment. I probably should have turned the um, heater on in here. It's kind of a little cold. What's your percentage of your phone? No percent. Your your phone should definitely be charged. I was looking, I said, oh man, I left my charger. I'm trying to help. Oh. That's a, that's a. That's not a real job. Hey. <laughs> hey, Karma Girl. What's up? You know I'm in the live. Oh, do you want me to call you on there? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I could call you on there. Okay. okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> Tabitha, his name on IG, if you're still on here, it is Jeff Brown. He's on. He goes by Jeff Brown or the Jeff Brown Show. He's on IG and he is on Facebook. Uh, hey, cuz. Hey! How are you? I love that color. Yes. Oh, Lord, why don't I hit a filter? (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing? The volume is so low. Can you hear me? I hear you. It sounds a little better now. Let me move it closer. Hey. Hey. Hey, Veronica. Hey, boo. Hi, cousin. Hey, girl. How you doing? I'm loving that hair color. Oh, my God. Girl, I love it. thank you. I'm so tired. I've been working all day long, so excuse my... I'm probably greasy and everything. First of all, we just, I want to just tell you, oh, my God, from, from seeing you grow up 
into this fabulous woman. Like literally, you are so dope and amazing. Thank and I, you. I, yes, like I'm just excited. You, you, you're just doing your thing. Yes, thank you so much. And you know, even you and watching you kind of go through your nursing uh. journey, I was like, <laughs> let's go. You know, <laughs> cheering you on from down here. Yeah. I was just telling Cashy. I said it's just amazing how you took your your platform from being a nurse and, and going into uh-huh. the field that you're going in. It's just like you can show nurses all over the world that you just don't have to be just a nurse. You, it's many avenues to it. It, 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 it is. I'm gonna let Cache ask you your questions first because I do have some questions yeah, for you. Because she's all up in okay. my intro. Uh, she gonna take over the interview. One, two. That's all right. <laughs> one two. Hold on, I'm sorry. One uh-huh. nine nine two. Okay, so you know I wanted to bring you on um, because you know it's Black History Month, and also because you know you are another woman that's killing it, especially where you're um, residing right now in Georgia. Uh-huh. Um, so I just want to get straight into it. I'm gonna the first question I want to ask is, how is it being a Black esthetician in the Georgia area? So, depending on where you are, it's not so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now that I've been doing it, two, like I celebrate two years being open in May. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've gained a lot of traction, so I can't say it's so hard anymore. Okay. But the area I'm in, which is Covington, is mm-hmm. about 35 miles east of Atlanta towards Augusta. Okay. Um, and it's not the most modernist of towns, if that makes sense, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're just on the cusp of becoming more um, more forward-thinking and stuff like that. I, I wouldn't say it's like country, but 10 years ago, it was not a place that people were really looking to move, and now they are, okay. right? Um, so, you know, we just got, like, a Chili's around the corner from my house, and I was so happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. the culture of skincare in general, um, and this is for just society as a whole has always been more geared towards Caucasian people or, you know, definitely not people of color. So I think to be an esthetician of color in comparison to being a potential client of color, Mm -hmm. that's where the real problem is. Okay. It's transitioning those Mm -hmm. clients of color Mm -hmm. into understanding like, this is cheaper than a hairdo. This is important. It's a whole system. You are taking care of something beyond just glowing, right? right. It's, it's a higher level of self-care than a lot of the things that we put on our priority list. So I think the the, the client of color is more of the, the, the tough part. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, um, you already answered my question because my next question was going to be to tell the people how long you have been in business. But like you said, in May, you were coming up on two years. And so, that's awesome. That's great. And I'm so, so proud of you. So, my my other question would be, um, since we answered that, would be how many um, black day spies are in your area? Are you like the only um, day so, spy? Thank and Covington, so Covington is like shaker to Cleveland. You know what okay. I'm saying? It's, okay. it's, it's not so far away from the city of Atlanta that um, it's considered way, way, way out there, right? <laughs> so in the general metro Atlanta area, there are a ton of black spas. Mm-hmm. But then you have these pockets like Covington where there's not many spas at all. There is 
my I hate the word competition, but my um, industry here is only a handful of day spas, full service type places. Mm -hmm. You know, there's plenty of nail salons that do brows or, you know, you'll find bits and pieces at certain places, but there's only maybe two other locations who do um, a greater amount of services than just, you know, nails. And they may do skin and waxing and, and dermaplaning and stuff like that. Um, but not a lot in my general area. But Atlanta as a whole, there's plenty. Like, okay. Okay. Every five minutes, somebody's opening up. I don't care because I'm always telling people she's like one of the first black people. I don't care. I'm making you make. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't changing the game, and I'm gonna tell you because there's no like. I was like, I live in Covington, right? And mm -hmm. I'm like. Am I really going to open up out here? I have never seen a black business thrive here. I've been here wow. since, what, 2007? Um, one black business opened up. I'm trying to grocery shop with them, order food, like whatever I can do to keep them open, mm -hmm. and it closed. So I was like, damn, you know, mm -hmm. black businesses don't do good out here. But at the same time, if I'm writing my own story right now, mm -hmm. do I want to drive and commute to work? Hmm. Do I want the service that I want mm -hmm. nearby? Like I work two miles from my house. Mm -hmm. So I set it up so that I said, if I'm going to do it, I'm about to change the game. And mm -hmm. I changed yes. the game. Like yes, I'd rather be the first than somebody trying to fit in. Yes. So I just, you know, and I just won best spot on a national level. And yes. I yes. 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 It was the fifth annual um, awards this past December. And this was, I didn't enter, I was nominated by my peers across the country, mm. and I won, and I counted myself out. I was like, I'm not going to win that, child. It's, ple it's places mm. much better than me, much more established to me. Like, you know how we talk ourselves mm -hmm. off, you yeah. know, off our little pedestal when we mm. got placed there for a reason for a second, yes. and I just dismissed it. I actually had an event the same night as the Spy Awards. I really had totally dismissed this nomination oh and I ended up getting a call from the person who curates the awards like since you won right <laughs> and I was like oh oh my god <laughs> like <laughs> yeah I, I and I think that's one thing that us as black women we have to start even myself included have to start really you know at the end of the day stick our chest out because I mean we do what we need to do mm -hmm. and at the end of and the day yeah. yeah and you know sometimes you got to be a big stepper you got to be a big speaker mm -hmm. like you know what I'm saying and that's one thing that I've been working on this last past year is no longer being yes, ashamed have, to say <laughs> what I'm doing or what I have going on. I don't care if people think that I'm bragging because I know what I have inside of me, what's in, what I can do right. for another, mm -hmm. what I do for and myself. And you know how hard you work for every little exactly. bit of it, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So someone um, in the comments asked, what made you move from Cleveland to um, GA? So I have been living outside of Cleveland since 98 when I graduated high school. So that was like, I went to the Cleveland School of Arts, just in case there's any of uh, the alumni. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, so, and, and it's the old building, but I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I um, moved to go to college. I went to Wright State in Dayton mm -hmm. and the plan was never to move back to Cleveland simply because my, my 
father and stepmom um, have lived here since the 80s. And this was always my end game. Like, I just knew, so like literally the morning after nursing school graduation, I was in my 89 Cavalier humping it, like, (laughs) radiator hose blowing, trying to get to Atlanta. So Mm -hmm. that was the goals. And so 2004, I moved here um, and, you know, my nursing career started at that point. And that's just what I did for 16 years before before this. Okay. And um, Mm -hmm. my next question for you is what is your favorite service you provide and why? Oh, my God. So (laughs) I think I got a little like, like, seriously, I think I got a touch of like ADHD because I love so many different services almost equally. You know, corrective skincare Mm -hmm. that encompasses, you know, your chemical peels, dermaplane. Mm -hmm. I love before and after. Mm -hmm. I like doing an intervention and seeing this amazing result afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, I hated Brazilians at first. So bad Mm -hmm. I took them off the menu one day and canceled all my appointments. (laughs) But now... I knock them down like and so my technique is so awesome that I have you in and out in 15 minutes or less now why did you like, why did you hate first of all I love Brazilians mm. but I have a love hate relationship because baby if you wait too long okay. baby you, you be about to hop off that table cause the last couple times I done went the pandemic had put me in the place where baby nobody but God got me through them sessions because I'm like I, I already booked this appointment so I can't leave and come back I gotta go through with it so I'm like Yes. So, <laughs> was that why you didn't like it? Because it's like a painful thing, or like it just takes too long? What What was the reason? Probably because people come. So out it put me back in my ER nurse days. I promise. So this this one young lady came in. She, she, for some reason, I'm getting all these first timers. I'm still yes. was, was pretty new. Like so, she came in and. She was nervous, like shaking like a leaf. She mm. was sweating. It's like summertime, too. That was the other thing. Oh, so she's laying there and sweating. You put the wax on, it won't stick because she's yep. sweating. There's sweat running off her waist onto the bed, oh, like Jesus. like that, like a river. Oh, my God. And then I lay the wax in all the tenderest places, okay? And mm-hmm. she clamps her legs shut. And I was like, Jesus. okay, you just clamped. Everything is together, like. Ooh, <laughs> Jesus. So listen. Watch this though. Oh. She wouldn't let me pull it. So I had to go get shears. I had to go get some little tiny scissors and clip. And she was crying and apologizing mm-hmm. the whole time. Like, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I was so pissed off. Too. I went outside. My old business partner at the time, after we finished, it took like an hour. I go outside and I told her, I said, anybody else that's scheduled, go ahead and refund them or ask if they want. Like, I was done. <laughs> I said, take it off the menu. Um, and I quit for a few months and then picked it back up. <laughs> that's um, I've been here before. And my, did you horrible. have any questions? Yeah, I know. Listen, I, I mean, I'm on the other end. Uh-huh. I, I'm gonna just tell you now. I'm, uh, I would never do Brazils on anybody. That's not my thing. Like never. I don't want right. to see anyone's uh, cootie cat, whatever. Yeah. And the second thing is, it's come second to feet. I don't like people's feet. <laughs> I don't. I don't you like to do feet. Not polish them or nothing like that. So Period. like no. Right. Um. And now my kids, they're getting older, so I'm like no feet. Like you know what I'm saying. Like even they feet, like no, because <laughs> I just can't. Like we, when they were babies, I would kiss their feet and all type they of stuff. Now I was like, no, y'all got like grown people feet. So I'm like, I'm cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my mom, she wants to ask some questions mm-hmm. for you. So, yes. Yeah, okay. So it's Valentine's Day weekend, right? Yes. 
And so uh-huh. I know the spot is probably going to be blowing up this weekend. So can you tell the females why it's so important for them to get V-steams? Because we both work in the nursing field. Why is it and- important for V-steams? Mm-hmm. Okay. So first and foremost, with the V-steams, come away from the herbs, right? Mm-hmm. I like to break it down to just the heat and water, mm-hmm. right? You just mm-hmm. got steamy hot water. On a very basic level, you are getting increased blood flow because that steam is passively, it's not a crazy steam that's going to burn you, mm-hmm. but it's causing your vessels to open up. Mm-hmm. When your vessels in that area open up, it's moving more blood. Mm-hmm. More blood to that area is causing better sensation. Mm-hmm. It's causing healthier tissues. Mm-hmm. It's causing you to heal mm-hmm. if you have a tear or any kind of trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, traditionally, it's used in other countries just like soon as you have a baby and you can stand up they got you on a pot mm-hmm. because it is going to help you expel mm-hmm. you know residue from childbirth mm-hmm. and help your uterus to tone back mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. so that's just heat and water now you add herbs and you have a whole kind of medicinal aspect of it mm-hmm. certain herbs enhance the your, your, yeah, so uh, now this your area can take care of itself mm-hmm. right you know what now it's turned up a little bit, mm-hmm. right? So you have maybe some peppermint that's stimulating. Mm-hmm. Some lavender is soothing and it's aromatherapy. Then you have maybe Damiana is an aphrodisiac and that causes enhanced sensation. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, so you just, then you start to customize the herbs based on, you know, the, the particular client mm-hmm. or what your market is. Um, so at Skinworks, I have three versions. I have, I call it, they're all named after songs, okay? Mm-hmm. Because music is a really core factor at the spa. Mm-hmm. So one is the So Fresh and So Clean. That's mm-hmm. just a general mm-hmm. cleansing enhancement, you know, blend. Mm-hmm. One is Sexual Healing, and that has all your stimulants and, mm-hmm. and more mm-hmm. things that turn you up a little bit. And then I have Sunday Morning. Mm-hmm. And that one is mostly a, a aromatherapy. So if you have a 17-year-old. You said what? I said that's, that's the one she, she wants. Sunday, Sunday morning. Because I want sexual healing. She oh, wants Sunday morning. Yeah. So, yeah. That's for the first time. <laughs> Don't pay her no attention. She wants the sexual healing one. Let me tell you something. The sexual healing one is the one that sells the best. Like, Yes. I'm sure because is that what's making them more like more wet and things like that. I'm not trying to be vulgar, but I'm just being real. They- no, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, even women of a certain age will come come get a steam mm-hmm. and they're like I get a lot of really good feedback from my clients mm-hmm. after they leave put it like that mm-hmm. yes I, I me personally I started getting them about a year ago um, or probably might have been over a year ago and then when COVID happened I stopped getting them um, now I have to uh-huh. do my own because uh, the person that I was getting them through, she now sells the seat and the herbs that you can just boil everything and do what you need to do. Um, I'm going to pin right. your, your comments so that people can um, okay. look with you because there is some people in the comments that are, you know, in your area or they frequently travel to um you know georgia so that way they right. can um book with you but yeah i i i need to i'm this will be my first time doing my own but um i loved it like i love the way it makes you feel really relaxed um i usually get like a glass of wine with my service you know yes, and ma'am. it just keeps you you know you're calm you're cool it, it's a mm-hmm. sense of meditation as well um so i love it i love the i love that service it's really like, you know, and, and that's what I tell my clients, even if say you just don't feel some grand benefit, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
directly from the service at the very least it's aromatherapy at the very least it's really like up the chain in self-care moments because the steam you're really quiet in the room you have like I have a little sound machine so you hear thunderstorm or birds or whatever you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a little two-way radio like speaker thing so if they mm-hmm. need assistance they can just lean and say hey it's too hot or, or whatever and I can hear them out front. Wine all that stuff is there. Water whatever um, but I just allow them to kind of have their space and their time. I bother them minimally. I go in and check a couple times throughout but you don't want to keep disrupting the flow mm-hmm. um but it's a very popular service mm-hmm. okay you got another um, question? my other question is how do you incorporate your nursing into your day spa mm-hmm. Ooh. so <laughs> this was so that for real that really makes me excited because i took okay my nursing career kind of peaked at me being management like mm-hmm. I've been away from the bedside for uh, several years before going to beauty school. So I'm like a whole emergency room manager. Like I'm going to learn how to wax. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was because I wanted to take all of this ball of goodness from leadership skills, organizational skills, Mm -hmm. nurturing, caring for folks, prioritizing people's needs, things like that, and implement it into a place where I am the top of the food chain. Mm -hmm. So I can still be Mm nursey and, you know, for instance, with the Brazilian, now I can walk people through it. They love it because they're like, oh, my God, you made that so easy. It's kind of like somebody getting a shot and they're scared. Um, and so you have to be able to come to the level of that person right there in real time, yeah. being super efficient and getting it done without mm-hmm. them feeling like they're on some kind of like, right. you know, conveyor belt. Right. And, you know, working in nursing, you have to reprioritize all day yes. long. <laughs> yeah. and it's that it's different ends of the spectrum but you have to shift from somebody dying to somebody just kind of having a bad day yeah. and be able to, to accommodate everybody's needs mm-hmm. um also just the critical thinking aspect like when it comes down to prescribing a regimen for my clients mm-hmm. i'm seeing it beyond um just superficial stuff mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. we're thinking gut health i put my clients on probiotics i'm doing a lot of stuff that a, a lot of i guess you could say your average esthetician mm-hmm. isn't doing because i'm thinking holistically i'm right. thinking about right. you from the inside out yeah. not just what can i do to you today mm-hmm. yes yes um mm-hmm. yeah I'm so proud of you. You're doing so, so good. I you ladies. Did y'all want to ask a question in regards to her services or her industry? Because I know Vani, she's an amazing hairstylist, and I know she deals with a lot of clients with self-care and things like that. Did you Did you want to ask you know her a question? What? No, I really don't have any questions about what you do for a living, per se. I think that mm-hmm. what are the things that you do as pertaining to self-care that you offer that you say, hey, this is something that I have to get because I use this service myself. Hmm. Right. So skin services are my are my top self-care services. Um, I, I hadn't had a facial prior to school, right? Mm-hmm. And then when I first started getting them and seeing results and looking back at pictures of myself when I thought my skin was fine, but my forehead mm-hmm. was dark mm-hmm. and I had like... Mm-hmm. It was not fine, you know what I mean? And I don't wear makeup. I've gotten my skin to a point where I can push past the blemish really quickly. I, you know, it's, I do dermaplanes. I do services on myself to make sure that I'm a reflection of an amazing skincare regimen. I dig it. Um, 
but it's also for me it's a self-esteem thing too because i enjoy having good skin I, you know, I, I can dig um, that because I enjoy the good skin and I enjoy that V-Steam, all of that extracurricular mm-hmm. self-care stuff. Like, I, for yes. me, I just need that because my personality requires all of that. <laughs> and a lot of times, I think with people who do what we do for a living, we don't do all of that stuff. You know like, what I mean? We, we, we are not practices of what we preach. Mm-hmm. It's like your hairdresser having to throw on a baseball cap. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Who's doing their hair? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. All the time. So, I, listen. I that's, that's just a thing, but I try, I really do try to make time. Like, I will, if I have a nice gap in clients, I'll go back and get a steam and just sit back there, leave my phone out front and, and do a steam for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a detox sauna blanket, so there's times I might just jump in that and just be mm-hmm. quiet and clear my head. You said um, what kind of blanket? So don't, what kind of blanket is it? What kind of blanket did you say? It's a sauna blanket. It's a detox sauna blanket. So, okay, for me, I have the, like, the little sauna box. So, I sit in that. The tent. Yep. I got, yeah, as soon as COVID hit, I had to get one of them. (laughs) So, So, um, do she offer classes? I tell my clients who, because they fall in love with the blanket, and I actually refer them to go get one of those, because it's collapsible and everything, right? Just can, you can put it away. Okay. I'm going to have to try that. Mhm. Do you yeah, offer classes? So, you know, do you uh, offer do you offer classes or training for? I do. Okay. So, right currently, I'm really putting. Put- she offer training. Oh, sorry. Ooh. Hold on. Hold on, guys. So I had an online business, mm-hmm. um, that Red Karma Body, where I was doing soaps and all that good stuff, and that kind of translated and became my retail at Skinworks Day Spa. So I pretty much cut the middleman out. So creating products and product lines is kind of a specialty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so currently I do a soap making for retail class. I also do one-on-one training for lash extensions, um, dermaplane training. I'm about to put together a vajayshal protocol because mm-hmm. nobody seems to have one and start mm-hmm. training on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was saying, I was saying it isn't one. Like I, it's mm-hmm. very hard to find one a protocol that is um, effective. Mm-hmm. I think people are just out here randomly doing them. I'm an esthetician, too, so I try to keep <laughs> up with stuff. And, you know, you're trying to find a protocol or what is effective, what actually works. Mm-hmm. And nobody has a real protocol. It's just all right. random what everybody else, you know, is mm-hmm. somebody is, everybody's doing something different. And so, Everybody is doing something different. Yeah. And, I, you know, they say when you see a need, fix it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i keep i'm in all these professional groups and stuff and mm-hmm. and i'm like y'all everybody's saying something different i know my way is effective so i'm comfortable right. teaching it to the next person um so that's what i'll start you know what i mean <laughs> um and then i also go back i just got an invitation last night to go back and teach i go back to the the beauty school I went to and teach as a guest instructor sometimes. Yeah, I'm also on the board of advisors for Georgia Career Academy. Like, I do a lot of other stuff education-wise, and I'm like, let me stand on this box of uh, mm-hmm. this little resume Come thing on. right quick because I have yeah. not fully embraced my new, you know, uh, positions. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so used to being in healthcare mm-hmm. that I have not fully embraced all of the things that I'm doing as a, a beauty professional. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I, I have to start because it's so what made you make the transition from nurse? I mean, it's a very, like I was telling them previously, I was like, that's mm-hmm. a, a solid, like, combination to be an esthetician right. as well as a nurse. Well, like, well, like I so said, just switching from, you know, I'm the manager.
manager, but I still got to ask for time off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I was like, if I die, my daughter cannot come finish this work. Or, you know what I'm saying? Right, so yeah. it was a real concern of mine. Like, what does my future look like? I don't do anything for like accolades and acknowledgement, but if I'm working and I, I would like to get the credit for my hard work mm-hmm, through right. and through. Right. Um, and so I said, what's similar to nursing mm-hmm. that can lead me away from nursing, but it's not nursing. I can have a glass of wine after work or, you know, at the dance yeah. or, or whatever. And I thought about the whole picture and I almost went to barber school. Oh. I have a thing for men's haircuts. My brother was a stylist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my mother would say, Scooter, that's what we call my brother. She would say, Scooter is all over everything you're doing. And so I said, oh my goodness, like the beauty industry is kind of laid before me. Um, I was the go-to person for, you know, streaks and big chops and stuff in college and doing nails. And I used to do, that was my little hustle. And I said, I've kind of been built for this for a long time. And I discovered aesthetics. I didn't know what an esthetician was three years ago. And so many people don't like it's it's amazing to say that because when you tell people what do you do mm-hmm. and you say I'm an esthetician and they look at you sideways like so you do anesthesia? Uh-huh. Somebody thought people, I was saying mortician. Girl, people people think everything but skincare. They didn't they don't thought I was an esthetist. Uh-huh. I do um, anesthesia. I said no, baby, I do skin. You know, like look, it's crazy or, how you have to explain it. Or they ask you, well, how how much is a massage? And I'm like, I didn't say no. Or do you do feet? Girl, <laughs> no, for real, because these are real questions that people ask. Do you do, how much for a manicure? And you're like, baby, I, I said skincare. I didn't tell you I do hair. I didn't tell you I do nails. I didn't mention none of that. So yeah, I definitely understand that. But that's, that's they put us right in the box with like wig makers or something. Like it's so crazy. No, for real, people don't have like, a um, it's people already booking yeah. on your site now from this um, interview. My, my so. sister, she just said, I'm about to book a V-Steam and facial. Uh, she's, in, she's, um, she's, she's, she's in She's down there with you. She's in Georgia. So that's what I was saying. Like, we have people from all Wait, over. Um, I don't know. Do you this know? Tanya. Her name Tanya. Tanya Penn. I, I thought she was talking about Stacey Child. Uh, no, Stacey down here, too. She need to, she need to um, come see Is you, too. She? Yeah, she's down there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, tell her to come see me so we can have a special day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so um, I know you um, already tagged your... Um, did, um, Pig said you are one of her favorite people. Oh, yeah, Pig took my soap class. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so um, my next question to you is because you know it is Valentine's Day. Um, mm-hmm. Is Valentine's Day a big deal for you and your husband? Or is it just yes, like it's his birthday. Okay. 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 So that's easy. Next right. question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, because I, I know some people, it's not a big deal to them. You know, it's just another day. So I just like to ask right. that for those that are uh, couples. Is it like in the beginning, it was like, oh, we got to do something. But you know, like you said, it's his birthday, so that just it's either way it go. You got to do something. You know, either way it go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're going to lunch tomorrow for birthday Valentine's lunch. A whole bunch of friends and stuff. So <laughs> thank you That's so funny. much. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you, Pig Pig says she said I'm proud of Cache and Karma. Thank you, Pig. Oh, love you. <laughs> So, um, I just, like I said, I wanted to have you on when you said you wanted to do it. I'm like, I got to figure out ways because I know that 
I network with so many different people and they're not all local. So I'm like, you know, things since the pandemic things have become virtual. We had we got a make away. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm just happy with the three individuals that, you know, we brought on today. Mm-hmm. You guys are amazing. I, I just love everything about what you guys stand for. You guys are making history, whether you know it or not. Um and I want you to put your website if you don't mind in the comments and i'll pin that as well um just in case someone wants to get on your um website and um did you have any like upcoming specials or anything like that you can feel free to give that information as well so currently i'm just promoting my classes my trainings um and i have a soap making class this coming monday and tuesday and the following monday and tuesday they're only two hours but it's several days mm-hmm. um what else i don't have any specials right now after i'm really trying not to do a bunch of specials mm-hmm. a- anymore like okay. I, get you. <laughs> I did have a valentine special actually yes i did i had a v-steam um for two or v-steam for four special with a free wine and things like that mm-hmm. um but that's pretty much over now for valentine's day um otherwise no specials mm-hmm. um I am working with an event partner of mine, and her name is Tony. She owns, it's a company called Bees in the Trap. Here is a local cocktail company, mm-hmm. uh, and we paired up and did mm-hmm. my winter networking mixer, which was super successful back in December, mm-hmm. um, and we are doing an entrepreneur uh, spring social in March. Mm-hmm. So that the, we're just about to start gearing up to promote that um, now, actually. So, okay. and of course, that'll be local at the spa. Okay. And that's it for now. Yes. Thank you so much, Karma, for coming on. We love you. Um, Absolutely. We definitely love you here at the Sipping Shop yes. and in Cleveland in, in general. Um, and I just want you to keep doing your thing. I thank you for coming on. And we will chat with you again soon. Thank you so much. See y'all. Love you. Bye. 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 So we okay. have our bonus guests as well. Yes, we have Vani and Mel. Hey. <laughs> Everybody say yeah. hi to Vani. Hey y'all. Hey. Hey, hey Vani. Hey girl. Say hi to Hey y'all. Hey girl. Kids over here. <laughs> Thanks to everybody that's been still hanging in with us on live. You know, um, sometimes we have uh long episodes sometimes we have um shorter ones and typically we have longer ones when we have like guests in and things like that because we can get more opinions and more views on things Mm -hmm. and things like that so um i'm going to just ask you guys the same questions that i asked them besides the first one go ahead ma oh i wanted to ask ronnie some a question Uh oh okay okay she just cut me off while i was doing the intro it was okay for her last podcast she cut me off several times. Listen here, Just Mary returning, uh, returning the favor. But no I wanted to ask you, okay, um, because you have your own serum. I do. Can you tell everybody about this wonderful serum? Oh well, please, okay. please, please. I'm please. glad you asked. Hey guys. Okay, so we're gonna start here. I've been making this elixir for about. I keep saying seven years, but looking back, mm-hmm. it has to be about ten years now. Mm-hmm. And so I used to just make it for like if I had a client who had an issue with missing mm-hmm. some hair somewhere, had a short, had difficulty growing hair. Mm-hmm. And when the pandemic hit, I was kind of like, you know what, my grandma mother died right when the mm-hmm. pandemic hit mm-hmm. right so when people pass away you kind of just like you know what what am i doing with my life 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> what mark am I going to leave on the world? You know, all mm-hmm. of the extracurricular stuff. So I made it in a mass production and sold it and it's been doing well. And wow. what it does is great for moisturizing hair, dandruff, alopecia, eczema. Mm. If you have, you know what? I'm not going to lie. This is a funny story, but I actually used it for when I had an ear infection one time. Don't ask. It was just an old remedy. I put it in my ear, but my ear infection was gone. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, and it works, it goes well with people who have any kind of issue, mm. any kind of hair type, mm-hmm. children, older people, all of that good stuff. Yeah. I see. I'm like, she out here slanging that bottle. Wow. But, you know, we, we every now and then, we'll get in each other's inboxes and just push and encourage each other because sometimes mm-hmm. you definitely need that, like, you know, and I just want to let you know that I always tell you Ta- this. I was sister Tanya said, I'm proud I, of you. she wants some. And she said, where can she buy it? You, so, can you make sure that you... Is there a way she can tag? Um, you can definitely go on my website at madamvondu.com. You can also DM me on Instagram you can type at madamvondu. Hit that. Hit that and um, if you're local to the Cleveland area, I will actually deliver it to you. She in Georgia. Georgia. Oh, man. But if I'm you not give it going to me, there until <laughs> next month. But um, if you give it to me, I can, I can send it to her. I definitely can. Can I you definitely give can. the spelling to her, yeah, Bonnie, yeah. and then she'll type it out Vondu, and put it on. M-A-D-A-M-E-V-O-N. Wait a minute, hold on. Madam Bondi. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Because, honey, Madam. David Ford is on live, y'all. He's one of the people that I look up to. Um, He's somebody that gave me a chance when other people ignored me. So, I'm grateful for him. And I would love to have him on my podcast. So, um, Mr. Ford, (laughs) I want you to... um, Come on the show. Just Madame Vondu, right? Soon. Madame Vondu, yeah. And thank you, Dana. I appreciate it, you guys. I don't have my phone, so I'm just pretty much uh, just trying to hop on real quick because I'm streaming from my um, iPad on Instagram. But um, I, I'm, de- I'm definitely thankful and grateful for all my opportunities that have come to me. And kid you not, every opportunity that I've had, um, it just came from me simply just believing in myself and mm-hmm. going in, in into inboxes. I don't care. You know, <laughs> I'll go in your inbox. I'll bug you. I'll, it doesn't matter, like, you know, if it's something that I really, really, really want to go after. And so um, I'm definitely grateful for those that take a chance with me, those that believe in what I do and, you know, take that step with me for me to grow into the different professions <laughs> that I'm in. So you guys, thank you guys so much. And so I'm gonna ask you. The same question that I asked uh Karma. I know that you said you've been in a relationship for seven years. So I just wanna know is Valentine's Day a big deal for you or is it something that's just like whatever like you know we celebrate each other all the time oh we do celebrate each other all the time mm-hmm. valentine's day every holiday is a big deal but mm-hmm. it's not a big deal where it's just kind of like oh my god i have to do this mm-hmm. thing where mm-hmm. we're gonna break up or we don't have an <laughs> argument if right. she don't get he don't get me again mm-hmm. but it's still a big deal like right. we have something to do this weekend okay, okay? Mm-hmm. um Another thing with the holidays, and when you're in a relationship with some, I mean, and I mean a relationship that's 
been over two years. Mm-hmm. Okay. You start realizing that that money is y'all's money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it ain't just my money. So it's kind of like, you know what, baby, I do want the gift, but maybe we should put this toward blah, blah, blah. Something anyway. else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a big deal in my household. <laughs> uh, Mel, is it a big, is Valentine's Day a big deal for you? I think I'm on, on board with her with the same thing as far as it's not a big deal. Like, we're going to break up. If you don't give me a gift, mm-hmm. um, it's always nice to receive gifts. Anybody wants to, you know, feel special, feel loved on. But when you have that person who loves on you consistently, yeah. I don't think, you know, holidays become such, you know, like intense. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, he didn't give me that for Valentine's Day. Oh like, my God, you know what I'm I saying? Just can't like, right. if your person is consistent with loving on you, and, right. you know, that the way that they're supposed to, I feel mm-hmm. like. Not just another day, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. really big. Don't do that to me no more. <laughs> she, like, really has the camera. Like, like really, boom. You know, and it's, like, so big. Like, it's, like, 3D. Oh, 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 like, I'm over here, and I'm like, dang, I can see her next to me. No, That's how big it is. I'm like, <laughs> let me just I'm let so you sorry. know so you're aware She's that so it's so big. It's like 3D. She's I didn't so know what was going Why we got to do this every <laughs> That's what y'all They get on my nerves. First of all, she's sitting, she's supposed to be six feet, but she's right on my hip. Right on let's, my start, hip. let's be clear. Okay. Uh, you're right on catch first of all, how you going to skip over me? Like, am I, I, I don't matter because I don't have a boo or something? I said so. I was getting ready to go no, to you. I, I think you're trying to play me, baby. Oh Look, nobody's trying to play you. Take that hat off because it's, it's first doing all, something. Oh, now. Oh, we not taking our hat off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, is Valentine's Day a big deal for you? Um, technically, it, it is not. Mm-hmm. I think love is what love does. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't be hating on my Scorpio girl, okay? Thank that's you. how we answer questions. <laughs> love happened? is what love does, <laughs> and I just feel like um, <laughs> if you do all year round for somebody, mm-hmm. one day shouldn't make you just like how people panic about Christmas. Nobody should right. panic about Valentine's Day because if you do for that 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 mate all year round, one day um, ain't gonna kill you. You sh- do you expect gifts? Like she said, yeah, everybody wants a gift. Everyone wants to feel love, but when you love on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. that is just February fourteenth. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, me personally. I mean, you, this is this what it all boiled down to. <laughs> this is what it all boiled down to because she wanted to put the spotlight on her. I no one cares she has a boo. No one cares. First of all, you know, first of all I knew this was going to come to this. I first of all, first of all, first of all, no. It's, I mean, this is my first Valentine's Day with someone in a long time. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... And you it's, better get that shit. It's not your gift. Listen, and it's not it's not even uh, um it's not a big deal because he do for me all, all the time. time. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I ain't got time. He talk about packing chicken noodles, noodles and tuna fish. That's what he want. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it's not a big, it's not a big deal for me. I'm just a giver. I, I show love through gift giving. I, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying that's just me. Mm-hmm. And probably had my mom or Rob Harvey something like, don't get a whole bunch of stuff. I probably would have did it because that's just how I am. I just mm-hmm. like to do stuff like that. I like to do nice things for people or surprise people with things. That's just me, right. you know. But I don't think that Valentine's Day is that much of a 
big deal. I think that sometimes if you're when you're single, like you know, what I'm saying because social media makes it a big deal. Right. You know what I'm saying? You'll see post after post about. Um, Oh, I ain't got no bae Or, you know, I'm about to screenshot Everybody in my inbox We all gonna be single You know, right. stuff like that And then it makes so. it a mm-hmm. big deal And it's like, it com- comes off as if, you know You really do care about it And I don't think it's just social media either Like, it's TV mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's the stores Baby. Yeah. And then, you know, when you are mm-hmm. the kind of person Where you suffer from the loneliness syndrome, mm-hmm. then it's, it becomes an issue. Mm-hmm. Especially when you don't you know how to love on you. Camera. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So I think that that's where <laughs> all of that <laughs> Right. Sorry. I'm sorry. I just want her to make sure you look clear. Yes. I'm I'm her cam- there you, you go. go. I keep holding my neck. There like you go. Like, oh, <laughs> I mean, you know what? Money. Money, you cute. You, you cute. I'm so So... I'm going to get into a, a social media thing that just recently went on. I saved the post. But basically, I was scrolling on Instagram, and I seen this post where this guy, he breaks up with his woman because she did the busted challenge. So, you guys know the busted challenge. Yeah. You know, it started off with the Nelly, and then it goes into you switching into a different outfit. Now, I don't know how drastic the video was, mm-hmm. but you could definitely do a clean busted video. Sorry, guys. It's my iPad. It's all over the place but you could definitely do a clean busted challenge so i don't know look they must don't want me to talk about this but okay but but i just want to know like do you guys feel because this is what they were asking on social media like do you think that he's going overboard by not dealing with her um because she did this challenge now on one of the slides there was a guy that said basically you know at the end of the day neither one of them are are wrong you know what i'm saying one she did what she wanted to do because Mm -hmm. that's what made her happy or that's what she wanted to do and then the second thing was he told her that he didn't want her to do something and she did it and so now he's doing what he feels is necessary and he's leaving her alone for it i just feel like that's to me that's not grounds for breaking something off with someone i feel like if you do something in my opinion if you Mm -hmm. do something to that measure uh it's more of a control thing to me Mm -hmm. it's a control thing and then it's like i mean the video can be deleted you know what i mean if it needs to be but to break off you know your relationship to me it's just like what's the point it's not that serious to me i mean and the guy who responded let's keep it clear he was being cute Mm -hmm. okay oh well they did what they wanted to do yeah we all have free choice but however okay (laughs) don't be dumping me over no bus it challenge right because it's a video right you need to get all that insecurity issue you got going on together that's number one Mm -hmm. two as a grown woman for real Mm-hmm. You saw the signs of that fool being That's however was he was say. in like, the beginning. Right. So you knew he was going to be tripping because she probably was doing something that I would have done. I'm about to make this buzzing video. Hello. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? She mm-hmm. just didn't expect Let's it call it spade a spade. Right. Because mm-hmm. it is what it is. Rob, are you saying add silhouette or only fans to the list of oh, things you know he what? probably didn't want her? He won't have her do or what are you mean, saying? You got to explain more. That, but here's the thing. It's I a don't, control I don't thing. know. If somebody, if if that person broke up with you for the video or whatever, it seems like to me, 
Um, although we don't know how the video looked or what she did in the video, but it's it's a it sounds like a control issue, and it probably was red flags before she just didn't she wasn't paying attention to him. Right, she and probably so, was paying attention to him. She probably just well. This is the thing when it comes to red flags. One thing that I I, I do notice in women is they know the things that they're dealing with. Mm -hmm. They know the type of men they're dealing with and men also know what type of women mm -hmm. they're dealing Correct. with because we're not going to just make it one-sided. Mm -hmm. However, I think that when someone provides you with something you're not used to, it distracts you from the reality of the situation. Exactly. So if you're dealing with an abusive man or a man that um, is controlling you, that means that you, he's either probably providing you with something you probably didn't have help for a long time. You probably was taking care of all the bills by yourself. Now a man that came agree. on and then took mm -hmm. on right. some of your bills, took I on agree. some of your struggle. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, in order for me to get feel at ease or not to have those burdens or struggles, I'm willing mm -hmm. to accept no. No. what like, comes yeah, with no. it. Like Tanya said, that's a bit excessive. Maybe he was just looking for a reason. But he was, was probably say, looking for an out. What I was going to ask is, what is this? Are we basing this on what exactly happened? Like, he literally said, I don't want you to bust a challenge. She did it. And he was like, I'm out. Yeah, she so ended up was, uploading the, That's just like saying. Was, what, I, 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 so I'm going to do, okay. do a question like this, though. Is it a thing of respect or control? Because everybody may not want that woman. Because y'all seen some of these busted challenges and they ain't all yeah, clean. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So, I'm not saying that it, that it wasn't a control thing. But was it a thing of respecting your yeah, partner. partner right you know what i'm saying right like, i get and that maybe too. i could see that that might have been excessive but a lot of people's standards can be considered excessive mm -hmm. if that's my standard mm -hmm. right. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and I, I don't i teeter on on the control versus respect thing mm -hmm. with, with that and it's just like i said i don't know what that video looked like i feel like everybody should be free to be themselves mm -hmm. so if you're in a relationship where you can't be yourself right mm -hmm. then you need to leave that relationship and i'm thinking anyway. that's where i'm coming from with the whole it's got to be control because for me mm -hmm. i'm not about to put myself in a situation where exactly. i'm about to be controlled or manipulated because it, it so will feel my, like control I'm, I'm gonna be it, because my whole thing is if we don't have respect in the relationship from mm -hmm. the beginning mm -hmm. right what's the point but and that's so what i'm saying like, we challenge, don't know right. where that relationship you know what I'm and he said he just wanted to do him for real, for real. So basically, he used that as his way out. And he probably did. That's why I but said he was looking for day. a way out. That's just like a person that wanted to go out. And so right. instead of just saying, babe, I don't want you to go out, they in the kitchen like, oh, for real? Right. Ain't no <laughs> peanut butter? All that hug. Oh, my right. God. Ain't no peanut oh, butter. No peanut butter. Peanut butter. I'm, I'm they, just saying, they, 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 they don't want to concentrate on the what, problem. Yeah. They want to go. They they rather pick an argument than to say what they have to say. Right. So I rather say pick an argument with you. After I didn't ask you, you know, I, I I'm not man enough to tell you say, hey baby, I I you know I don't want you to go out tonight. So you in the room, you getting dressed. All of a sudden he coming out. So you ain't buying no dryer sheet. <laughs> you okay, know what? So I'm just saying. Then that, it was this guy on social media. I don't know him or whatever. It was just basically um, a thread of templates mm -hmm. that went viral basically saying God breaks up with the woman because she does the busted challenge. There's pe there was people weighing in saying, you know, um, 
He, well, neither one of them are wrong. She did what she wanted weird. to do like, to have fun. He left her alone because like, at the end of the day, he told her what right, he didn't I'm want her to do. Over and one. Like, was this a was this a, like a consistent thing that he felt like it was a consistent disrespect? I, mean, no, I know the type of person that you are, and so like I know you investigated. I'm just wondering, like, I did not. I didn't get a chance to investigate to give a real answer. I didn't investigate it. I really didn't investigate it on purpose because I usually do try to get to the nitty gritty of like what actually went on. Right. That's me. And I who it was. Let me see the video. But I for, for the specific reason why I didn't is because I didn't want to become biased. Because, gotcha. you know, um, people always say women stand for women. But I'm one of those women that, you know, if you well, wrong, you, you wrong. still my sis, but you wrong. You know right. what I mean? At the end of the day, if it's a respect thing, Yes, it's you wrong. But if it's more of a control thing, then it's like, no, it. you're not. Right. Because at the end of the day, no, it's, I don't feel like a breakup is warranted for someone doing a social media challenge. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's like her breaking up with him because he went outside challenges. in gray sweatpants. And see, for me, because I'm a no-nonsense person, mm -hmm. my whole thing is why was we even entertaining a relationship and I feel like every little, like we're going to defy our lines of respect by a busted challenge. Correct. Because I'm, no, I'm very no-nonsense. I don't play no games. I don't do all of that extracurricular to drama-free. Because what you did, what he did, that was all drama at yeah. the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I don't have time. I agree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So basically, for me, my whole thing is, sis, where was your maturity level at mm -hmm. when you was doing all of this? Right. I, like, that's where I'm at with it. Like, it, it's, it got to be something else going on. Like I said, you should be free to be yourself. Mm -hmm. If you're in a relationship where you are not free to be yourself or where you are looked at, like, who you are or, like, doing a busted challenge, that may not have been felt like for her, like, I'm being... Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ultra sexy or disrespectful. This is just who I am. I, it was a cute challenge. But here's the so thing. So where do you draw the line with me being free to be myself? Because she probably and introduced to conform. Her. She probably wasn't ever herself when they first met. And this and probably was the true. This probably was the real her wanting to escape. Like, oh, I'm. I gotta get free. <laughs> I gotta do it. this. And she did it, and probably didn't um, expect the results that she got I from can it. See that too. But but I'm with you have you have like, to you you have that's why that's why it's so important. Say hey, this is me. This is who I'm. This is who I am. Right. I can't be a chameleon for you. If this mm -hmm. ain't what you want, so, come on. Then we not compatible. Because but it's you a know lot what, of those they're young though too. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like the older you what get, they, the hey? more you like. Hey, bro. I ain't got no energy for that. I smoke Newports in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up <laughs> at seven a.m. and it's a Newport. I'm good. Not so. No, but for real, like I, I'm at maybe it is an age thing because I'm just like mm -hmm. I don't have no energy for none of that. No, it ain't an age thing because it should be me. Period. It's like, older regardless. people that's chameleons, and that's Touché. true. That's true. Touché. And he, it's right. like you get this person, and I tell people all the time, it's always best to be yourself because the true you is gonna show up eventually. Eventually, mm -hmm. and it may not be in the arena that you wanted to show up in, but it's gonna show <laughs> right. up. But it's coming out. So. Be who you are. Give them the real you. And they either going to accept it or reject it. Whatever it is, you can go and don't about your way. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. that's okay. Because you ain't for everybody and everybody they ain't for you. you. So I think that's where people like become chameleons. Mm -hmm. When we start to take it personal because mm -hmm. somebody doesn't like who I am. Mm -hmm. But you know what? It's who not I even necessarily okay. a taking personal kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's a a self thing like oh my god I gotta be put on so this person mm -hmm. can exactly. like me to, no, you gotta heal all that. of that trauma them Come issues on. you gotta deal with we all got of that to. because at the end of the day it's just that 
oh my god, I don't mm-hmm. want to be alone because of um, what is it called? What is it called? The old maid syndrome. Mm-hmm. Be like cats. Where you don't like to be alone. You can't. Um, I know what you're talking about. What is the the word we're looking for? Codependent. Mm-mm. Neglect. You know, you got a neglect issue. You got an issue with being neglected or feeling alone. Somebody not message. Okay. I get you. I get where you come from. So you got to deal with that. All of that stuff. Yeah. I'm real good with being with me. Like, at all times. Mm -hmm. Like, I love being with Mel. I don't care what's going on. I could be in the quiet of my home. And I am content Mm -hmm. with being with Mel. So if you don't add to that, Mm -hmm. I don't really see any value in you being there. So, you know, and it took me, don't get me wrong, it took me a while to get to that. Because I used to be a chameleon. Mm-hmm. I used, But that came from, it stemmed from insecurity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It very much stemmed from me not being comfortable with me but and not seeing my own. we all have. You know yeah. what I mean? That's how not you can call it a value. Mm-hmm. I know what that is. Because, mm-hmm. we, you know what I'm saying, we've mm-hmm. all on some level yes. kind of dealt with, like you said, kind of dealt with that. Mm-hmm. You got to be good with self first. And something in that relationship, for it to be that easy for that to break up like that, mm-hmm. like, like your cousin said, he wanted to do him. Or, you know what I'm saying, she was busting loose, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. real her finally done came mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. and he wasn't ready. Like, whatever it is, we may think it's excessive, but that needed to happen. Because they, they probably needed to go <laughs> about their business with mm-hmm. each other, because that just seems, her hair that's just weird. between a wash machine. Baby and a dryer. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. He was looking for any way out. Oh, bust a challenge, I'm out. out. <laughs> and and, and to talk about Nothing yeah. to talk about. That's just weird behavior to me. That's, that's weird. I don't know. I, at the end of the day, like I said, it, it definitely, it is definitely a difference between respect and control. It is. Um, but it's a fine it, line. to me, it's just it some is. things that are just not even worth the hassle. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. when you start nitpicking and picking things like that. So me doing a video versus me cheating on you. I would choose the video over that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Me lying to you versus the video. I would choose the video over that. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> My mom always told me to take the big bang. Okay? So I'm taking the big bang. Exactly. <laughs> we about to be getting into it. We about to be getting into it for some Have real stuff. Real stuff. Okay. I'm about to call Twine from three years ago. <laughs> it's like, about to be real heavy out here. It ain't going about to be on. Like, no yes. video. <laughs> So, y'all know that um, Harriet Tubman is um, going to be or is already on the $20 bill. Yes. How do y'all mm-hmm. feel about that? Like, does it do anything for you or are you just like, whatever? I mean, I feel like they, they do little, that, I mean, that kind of stuff is appeasing. Like, give people their stuff appease. while they, to me, it's like, give mm-hmm. people their flowers while they're here. Like, you know what I mean? Not saying that. She shouldn't be put on there. I think right. that, you know what I'm saying? It's cool. But in the day and age that we in, you know, I was just on Clubhouse. And we was I was in this uh, group. We were talking about the governor or mayor. I forgot what city or state it is. But basically, he's trying to cancel Black History Month Silly. or whatever. He's black. Silly. And so, it's Silly. like, at the end of the day... We were going around and the one of the uh, moderators in the room, he was just saying, like, uh, what does Black History Month mean to you? And I had to really sit back and think, like, dang, as an adult, it really does. It don't mean anything to me because I feel that we're still dealing with the same issues, kind of, sort of. You know what I mean? I mean, not not maybe slavery and, and, and the hard parts. But oh, I'm not the gay but I just feel that it's like you know, it's it's not it's we haven't got to a point 
my 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 main freedom. yeah but my main issue is that you know like i seen someone say on social media i i personally feel like i'm just tired of you know black history month just being based on the struggle of us and mm. not the success yes. of us but that's our fault because what are we doing to control that narrative this is our month right yeah you know what i'm saying we're i, I feel like we're allowing others to control the narrative of what black history month mm-hmm. is and of course you get tired of hearing the same stories of mlk had a dream rosa sat at the front you know what i'm saying you, you mm-hmm. hear the same things and it becomes cliche but we know black history why mm-hmm. aren't we doing more to truly educate mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. what See, you know what i'm saying what black people have done so i i was listening and I want to say it was on it was on uh, Nicole's podcast, and they were talking about the black theme song. Um, do you know the black theme song? Lift every voice. Yeah, every- yeah. I'm, I'm saying, but our children really don't, don't know, know that song. Uh-huh. Um, because they thought, Penelope Dozier does. I mean, <laughs> I mean, but on the green, right? I know, oh, yeah, but. but she knows it because you're teaching it to mm-hmm. her. She's not getting it from the school because it, it was like they cut it off, just like they took the uh, Pledge of Allegiance out and prayer out. Yeah. It was like that. It just one day it was here and then it was it vanished. They don't understand the importance because for whatever reason, they, they stopped putting us um, in the textbooks because let's be clear. We as black people are very powerful. We have done some great things that they don't want to give us credit for but we have done some really really great things mm-hmm. and like she said they would rather celebrate the slavery of it but not the success of it and so we haven't really celebrated freedom because we haven't because each and every day we are stuck in bondage bondage for either something that the government has done or our own our own race because we have uh to me, we have shamed our own race because we kill each other. They don't they don't have to kill us. We we kill each other. Whether it be by gun, whether it be by words, whether it be by competition, because we are our biggest problem. Seriously. Vani got to weigh in. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Vani. Mm-hmm. Okay, so boom. For me personally, Black History Month is important because I think that for a lot of children, that's their avenue to learn about different things. Mm-hmm. Like for me, even though I grew up in a household where my mother was like, hey, hold on, this is who King Tut is. Mm-hmm. This is her. You right. know, my mother taught me that. That was mm-hmm. her thing. But a lot of parents don't have that. I, I went to a school where we learned about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a lot of, uh, that's a really good avenue for you to learn about mm-hmm. their culture. Right. Two, in 2020, we live in the age of information. So Come there on. is no excuse there for no. our culture to say, we nobody taught me that. I don't know this. I don't know that because at the end of the day, you can hit Google and say, hey, or Alexa. Who, who were people Hello? who made, period, Alexa, who made this? How did black people do blah, blah, blah? Mm-hmm. Thirdly, they can kiss my ass with that $20 bill with Harriet Tubman because if you it's don't amazing. remove Thomas Jefferson mm-hmm. up out of here before you give her a $20 bill, that's what I mean by mm-hmm. stuff what are like we that. Doing? It's just like appeasing. They, they like she said, you, know, like she said, you give people yeah. on this little $20 bill. But you know what at I'm the saying? end of the day, you still got this man who was a rapist, a pedophile, a thief, and whatever else down in Washington for me to go and look at him for what? 
Mm-hmm. There is no purpose less. for that man no more. Couldn't care less about so, it. So at the end of the day, don't tell me what they doing on their Capitol mm-hmm. Hill because they ain't doing nothing for me. Right. I think and that doesn't do anything. Like for she us, said, like, you give people their flowers while they are here. here. What flowers? Okay. So I mean, be, because she. Be okay. So though. what I'm saying. What I'm what saying. What kind of flowers did you think that the slave owners was gonna give the one who was freeing the slave? Right. I'm, you know I'm what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Okay, they gave her a movie. I'm saying they did all of these things after the fact. Before that's my you, point. When she was here, she was free and slave. She was taking their money. And they weren't trying to get no no flowers to her. And they really not trying to do it now. These are things to appease us because we keep you know what I'm saying? Those of us who are here. Because what are you what I guess my thing is what what does that do? Putting her on a twenty dollar bill, like what? Like you said, you gave her a movie, okay? But look how long it took. We, it's, it's been, you know what I'm saying? But we have some. But that's the thing. We have so many platforms as Black people ourselves now. There's no excuse. But Why are we, we still no waiting longer, for I feel somebody like we else? We can no longer keep on saying, mm-hmm. but we ain't got this and we mm-hmm. ain't got that because we got Black doctors. We didn't have Black doctors Come on. who own practices back during that time. So it's. It's so many ways, though, this that you could go with this conversation. But the, thing, you know is, but the thing is, too, that that I feel like, too, is that, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, um, we don't have this and we don't have that. But we are our own worst enemy right. or downfall because, you know, I might see that you sell, sell the hair growth serum. And instead of me coming to support you, because I may feel like you might get ahead with my twenty twenty five dollars or you know however much oh. your your oil is, that. you know what I'm saying. That. So then it's like, okay, well she might get ahead, or you know what I'm saying. I don't want to be the reason mm. why she's rich or why she's wealthy. So I'm gonna just go ahead and That's take it back to a different yeah. culture or a different you know what I'm saying ethnicity or background mm, instead. You know what I mean? And that's at the end of the day. We keep setting ourselves back mm-hmm. along with the things that we go through, you yeah, know, with I police brutality and things like that. We're our own worst enemies because for some reason it's some type of psychological thing where people feel like they scream black people not making it. But because of their own lack of getting out there and getting motivated or because of dreams that they were scared to step out on, they don't want to support. encourage or mm-hmm. support the next person who actually is doing it that's black. You know what I'm saying? I root for everybody. Like, I don't care if I don't care for you. I'm still going to root for you because at the end of the day, make your name known. Get your history mm-hmm. out here because at the end of the day, if you're out here making a movement, if you're out here doing what you need to do, mm-hmm. you're definitely adding to history in some way some form um so that's my take on it go ahead so that's the same i'm gonna ask you all the same question that i asked jeff with all that being said what legacy would you like to leave oh man i have the legacy that i would like to leave the legacy that i'm leaving behind Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. is financial freedom for generations behind me Mm -hmm. for confidence for generations Mm -hmm. behind me yeah, there are going to people be people or things that want to oppress you, but at the end of the day, you're not oppressed. Mm-hmm. You're not limited to the things that other people may be limited to mm-hmm. because of what grandma did, mm-hmm. great-grandma did. Exactly. That's me. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want my legacy to be one of conquering fear and perseverance. I mean, I say that just simply because a lot of things in my life have been hindered 
due to my own fear. Mm-hmm. You know, I want my kids to I want my kids to see me conquer my fears and succeed so that they know that they can mm-hmm. do the same. I want my children to know that they can, you know, they can do whatever they want mm-hmm. in this world. And if you put your mind to it, you really can accomplish anything that you want in this world. So I really want it to be a legacy of love, a legacy of um, conquering fears mm-hmm. and perseverance. Mm-hmm. For me, <laughs> um, the the legacy I'm leaving behind, like um, Vani said, was, you know, financial freedom, mm-hmm. uh, teaching my children how to be their own boss, how to make mm-hmm. their own money, how to, you know what I'm saying, not wait and depend on mm-hmm. what society is telling you to do or, you know what I'm saying, instead of you going to apply for a job in high school, you figuring out a way to make your own money so you can have your own hours. And, you know, as you start doing it at a young age, it becomes a habit for you over time. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like you said, confidence. Um, just education, you know, keeping yourself educated on things. Um, financial freedom, confidence, and just not being afraid to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um no matter what people are saying, no matter what people think, doing what you need to do, right. doing what you're called to do. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people think that when you say called, it has to be a spiritual thing or something like that. But sometimes ministry is not a spiritual thing. It's more so just doing what God has placed you to do, whether your ministry could be hair. You know what I'm saying? It may not be inside a church, but you are ministering to people and giving people advice and listening to them. And sometimes in the different professions that you in, you pick up other hats. Educator, instructor, um, therapist, you know what I'm saying? Those different type of things because that's what you're called to do. And you know when you're called to do something because it's the thing, the very thing that you're passionate about. It's something that you don't mind losing sleep over or you Mm -hmm. don't um, mind taking the time out to learn and grow it. You know, it's just like I told um, some of the young ladies at the brunch I had for um, the beginning of the year, it's, it's like a baby, you know, you, you're molding and growing and you're carrying this child and next thing you know, you birthed it. And then mm-hmm. now it's like, you know, I got to make sure I do everything to protect it, everything to nurture and grow it. So then it becomes this big accomplishment mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we all in here are mothers. And some people, they're not moms. They may not be able to relate to it, but they still understand the concept of it Um, because some people are pet moms or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, our biggest accomplishment out of everything that we do is our children, you know, and that's that's what's number one priority. If, If anything was to be taken away outside of that that would be always the job and the the field that we're in so i think that um just leaving leaving you know what like i said just leaving by example leading by example and Mm -hmm. doing what you need to do and creating your own way Mm -hmm. you know don't jump on the wave of the next person you know like tyler perry said before Create, make your own table. Mm-hmm. Build your own table. Come you on. don't have to wait for someone to invite you to sit down. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to sit around and scrounge around and hold your plate out waiting for something to eat. Mm-hmm. Go, 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 um, grow your food. Mm-hmm. You know, grow your fruits, grow your vegetables, create your own meals, create your own table to eat at. And then that way, if you have that heart to bring someone else on, you can do that. Exactly. So I think also just having that helping hand 
spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, that's just my thing, you know. Um, sometimes it can definitely be challenging or rough, you know. Mm-hmm. You get those moments where you like, you know what, I'm much. tired of people. And, <laughs> right. and, and you get there. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> Something leads you, it's it's always an indication when you're ready to just be like, you know what, forget all that, I'm done with it. God will send people or send words of confirmation yeah. or send people your way to still keep putting you in that position oh, to keep helping Lord. and keep, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I, that's just a legacy, you know, that I want to leave. <laughs> that at, at all. Mm. That's good. How about you? Um, I didn't think nobody's going to ask. Go ahead, right. come on. Let me get on my paper. <laughs> no, um, the legacy that I want um, to leave for my children and their children's children is to live a life poured out. Give everything your all. Do not, like the saying says, don't let everybody use you and don't allow God to use you. Mm-hmm. I want them to be able to... Um, to be able to give. I'm a giver. Um, and I think that's a gift that God has really given me. I, I'm a giver. Um, one of my goals is to open up. Uh, I know we have the free clinic. But open up a big facility. To allow um, people to get their medicine for free. And to be able to give health care for free. Um, if the homeless need to take a shower. This is this is the my mindset. I, mindset that I, I, I want to live because I want my children to know that um, nothing in life is, is, is just handed to you. you. You know, you have to earn it, but in earning these things, you are to give back. Mm-hmm. You are to give back. And I don't believe that people should have to make a decision with paying a gas bill or eating um, and not be able to get their medications and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, my, my my legacy will be um, continue to give. Whatever God puts in you, give it out. Don't return what He placed in you back to Him. He wants you to He want He wants you to He wants mm-hmm. you to give it out. And so yeah, grow it. And and um, my kids know um, <laughs> I, I work some crazy hours, but I work crazy hours because of the things that I want to achieve mm-hmm. yep. and I want to be able to give to the next person and help the next person mm-hmm. because not only will my facility be able to help um, provide medication, but it will help the next nurse that's coming along, the next medical assistant that's mm-hmm. coming along, the next phlebotomist that's coming on, the next environmental service person that's coming on. My facility will be able to be a training center to help those to multiply more not just in in Cleveland, but like um, Yvonne Port, Ghana, wherever. Mm-hmm. I want to just live a life poured out. Whatever God has placed in me, I want to be able to give to others. I love it. Yes. I love it. Um, I don't know where uh, Justin did me. <laughs> he did went somewhere. <laughs> Who knows? I forget y'all um, here. Aw, thank you. Oh, my God. This no lady, I, I wasn't sure my, how many people was there. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much. That is such a blessing. I can't. I'm not coming on here to cry today because y'all know I'm a cry baby. Girl, but, um, <laughs> this girl crying. She is not crying. Why are you crying? Um, because I think 
each person sitting at this table and each individual that's on this live are so powerful and so connected in so many ways. And I believe that as we build each other, God builds us. It's easy to tear people down, but it's much easier to build somebody up. Mm -hmm. I did that too. And so I'm probably each and every person sitting at this table. I really am. Because to see where we all have been and where we are going, it's nothing but God doing it. Yes, this is true. So, forgive me for my tears, but I just love each and every one of y'all, and I'm proud of each and every one of you. Oh, 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 Tanya said, "Let's quit the crowd and give them a twenty dollar bill." There are so many other things we've been asking for: equality and respect. That's what I mean by like you just you just trying yeah. to appease. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? With that twenty dollar bill. It's just something that yeah. let me let me get them this real quick so they shut up or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I Not agree. Really addressing real issues. So it doesn't really move me. And then give me my forty acres anyway. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Because we still need it. Yes. We still need it. I really do. I listen, I wholeheartedly agree. Um I I like I said, at the end of the day, I think it's just something that we always mm-hmm. are going to be up against. It's mm-hmm. always gonna be a matter of conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what, I think it's always gonna be a white versus black thing, but then mm-hmm. we also have to, to deal extent, with yeah. black versus black mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Because you have some people that are of color that are against their own people. But that's all of that and Jim it's, Crow. I mean, it's, it's weird. You know but, what I'm but no. some people, no, and, and it's not even about being a program because I'm sure that a lot of people who are against their people mm-hmm. were raised to look out. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I know for black people. They've always been taught no matter what generation, you look out for your siblings. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Especially if you were a person that has siblings. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of dysfunctional families as well. Mm-hmm. But 90% of the time, you're raised, if you have a sibling mm-hmm. or cousins or whatever, to look out for one another. You bet not go across the street and not hold your little look, sibling's right. hand. Or, you know, it, it, and, and so at that point, it's like you were definitely raised to look out for your own. But sometimes in order for some people to get ahead, they have to step on someone else's head or shoulders. Or they feel like mm-hmm. they need to. And yeah. so that's when it comes back to you really don't feel the way you saying you feel. Mm-hmm. You're doing it for the sake of someone else's feeling so that they can promote you Mm -hmm. to a level you think you deserve to be at Mm -hmm. so if that means i have to down my own or i have to step on my own i'll do that to get into position but then how long can you carry that and there's so many variables to that conversation because i was about to say i think we look at things differently because we were raised on love Mm -hmm. and that's just the reality we were raised on love like you said we were raised to, to look out for each other I didn't realize how many people were not yeah. raised that way, babe. Like, mm-hmm. until I was an adult. Like, it is very much a difference than being raised on love than being raised on survival. So the people that you have, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, who typically think like that were raised on survival, and they're just looking out for self. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they got to, they, I got to, if I don't make sure I'm straight, ain't nobody else going to do it. Right. Not realizing the bigger mm-hmm. picture, if I make sure you're straight, mm-hmm. and you make sure she's straight, mm-hmm. and you know, 
if we all looking out for each other, we gonna be straight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We how can we lose if we're all in this together mm-hmm. and looking out for each other? Right. And that's why I really love like her like Cashay stands all the time and she says it like I don't care if you're doing the same thing I'm doing. I'm still gonna promote you because I wanna see us all well because I can't bake all the treats. Mm-hmm. I can't do all the hair. That's right. I can't do you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm, because that's at the end right. of the day it don't matter if me and you both had an elixir. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy yours and I'm going to help you buy mine. Let's do this together. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. what difference does it mm-hmm. make? We in the same we, we in the same lane, but still two very different people. And no matter what, somebody is going to choose you over me mm-hmm. and me over you just because of preference. I could agree You know what that. I'm saying? So it doesn't, I don't have to tear your product down to make mine mm-hmm. look better. Be great. Yeah, exactly. Candles don't, don't blow each other out to shine brighter. They yeah. shine brighter together. Yeah, mm-hmm. And see, for me, my helping hand comes from being the person who... Is always you see what she doing, girl. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work because mm. you low key jealous or mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm not that person. I'm not the person mm-hmm. to be like, oh, she just because I'd be like, hey, right. I'm a shiny person. Hey, mm-hmm. what's going on? You cute. Yeah. I like them lashes. Yes, that's yeah. me. But you know, my helping hand comes from when I first became a stylist and I had to build myself up mm-hmm. to where I am now. And mm-hmm. So when I meet some, hey, no, let me give you the jewels. This is how we doing this. Let me help you book your clientele. Mm-hmm. Let me show you how to keep your books filled yeah. where you ain't mm-hmm. always looking. But that comes, so sometimes the help of hand don't necessarily come from if you raised from love. It just it's comes true. from you don't want to see other people had a deficiency that you had. Correct. Yes. Do you know how powerful <laughs> we would be if people thought along that that line but that's why I said we are our own competition it's like we should be pushing each other but instead of pushing each other there it's like oh if I can tear her down they won't buy her product they'll come see me but like you said if we join forces together we can build a multi-millionaire but, uh, but what you business. what you gotta learn is now in this generation even negativity is a sense of promotion mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so even when, you know, you somebody say something negative about you or your business, you know, you see it all the time in blogs where it could be two people going head to head. But guess what? The, the people that's invested in the drama or the he say, she say, mm-hmm. they're going to go to the, the person that's being talked about negatively page mm-hmm. yep. and see. see and start searching and like, oh, you know what? I'm actually interested. I actually want to see mm-hmm. if what the negativity is, is, is really yeah. about. Is it yeah. is it true or is it not? Just off of curiosity and off of someone's curiosity. Curiosity. Now you have become top dog over someone who tries to make you the underdog. Uh, I've been there so, before too. So you, mm-hmm. you, you know, you. And I, I, as I get older, I just I understand that concept. Mm-hmm. So I, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. You know what I'm saying? If someone says something negative or whatever, because I know at the end of the day, my work or what I do speaks I'll for speak itself. For itself. Come on. Um, but you have people out here that's like that and it's unfortunate you it know is. but at the end of the day you have to keep going you have to keep persevering and you have to just do what you need to do and like you said sometimes you just want to show people mm-hmm. hey I went I did it this way it did mm-hmm. not work so let me save you a couple mm-hmm. u-turns or detours exactly. so that you and sometimes people don't they they want to be know-it-all they don't want to get that assistance hey, or get that and that's help. That's when you and gotta let them bump that head. That's when you like, okay, you know what? I tried I, I extended the olive branch. I tried to help you. Now there you go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So and you just have to do it that way. And it, and it at the end of the day, you know you did what you needed to do. Mm-hmm. So, so you know for me with stuff like that, like I have definitely learned the value of not casting my pearls before before swine. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't, like I said in the beginning, I'm no nonsense. I really mm-hmm. no nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if I see you doing your thing, you want some help? Yeah, I want some help. Well, this is how you do blah, blah, blah. Now, when I revisit you on that up, because I have a mentorship. So if I revisit you at 30 days and we ain't did nothing, we just ain't going to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can call me back later. I'm still an open book, but we ain't going to be doing all of that wasting time because at the exactly. end of the day, my time is money. money. Mm-hmm. I know how much I make an hour. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. And know? I don't mean what you tell me I make an hour. I mean what I you quote for an hour. Right. I'm getting my four quarters for that hour. Like <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> right. Right. right, 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 right. Um, I don't know. You know, I... I think that even we've talked, you know, even about, like, just our mental thing. I Mm -hmm. think once you start dealing with that, that also, like, keep you at a certain level. Where it's like, you know what, it's not even about you giving up on people in a sense. It's just about I got to keep my health first. It's just about boundaries. And that's just just about boundaries. Because you're still going to do it. I mean, you like you said, Mm -hmm. it'll come back. He'll always bring somebody in your path to you know that will need to benefit from your mm-hmm. gift mm-hmm. but like you said you got to create boundaries because it can become exhausting mm-hmm. it will become exhausting mm-hmm. and you will begin to feel used or unappreciated mm-hmm. and at the end of the day like you said you got to be no nonsense mm-hmm. you can't keep playing games with people who don't want the help exactly. if you want the help i'm here to help you but if you don't then it's okay too i'm not mad at you when you're ready come back mm-hmm. but we're not gonna waste time mm-hmm. you know what i mean we're, we're just not we're Especially not gonna waste time. if i didn't charge you a fee you know what I mean? Like, if I do something for, I, I have, I'm big on that. Like, if I, I don't mind giving back, but if I'm doing it for free, get these gems. Because Come this on. is something that I'm going to make $300 for mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Get my gems yeah, while I'm giving them to you because you can't afford it right now, I understand, but mm-hmm. let me help you. But mm-hmm. if we ain't doing all of that, we ain't doing, we all, doing all of that. We got to. Because you said it, time is money. Time is money. Saying. Energy is everything. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't continue to waste your time. It's like you like beating your, your head on a brick wall. Like you, ju- you just can't continue to do that and prosper. It mm-hmm. is exhausting. And and at the end of the day, you just kind of like you said, boundaries. You mm-hmm. gotta protect mm-hmm. yourself. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree to fullest extent. So what we typically do, you know, when we get ready to wrap up, we um give a motivational, uh, excuse me, motivation. I'm, I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> you knew what I was saying. <laughs> we give a motivational quote um, for people to get through the next week, but this will last them probably more than a week because mm-hmm. we uh, <laughs> we do we take them on a Friday. But um, who want to go first? Anybody got a motivational quote? You so say I'll go. I, I and I'm gonna say this because I don't know if this is really from. Um, from Buddha. It says it was a quote from Buddha, but I still love it regardless. And it says, what you think you become, what you feel you attract, and what you imagine you create. And I absolutely love that quote, um, simply because it, it takes it back to you. We like to make things ec- extra essential. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's outside of us. But it really, we're in control of this. It, it all really begins up here. What, mm-hmm. I'm, what I'm thinking about, what I'm feeling, and what I'm, you know, what I'm imagining up here. Mm-hmm. 
it comes it comes it to life if you continue to think negative if you continue to feel negative if you continue to imagine negativity it's going to continue to pop up mm-hmm. in your life you know you have to begin to, to think positive thoughts imagine those dreams mm-hmm. you know dream big think of the biggest thing that you want to do mm-hmm. it will it will manifest mm-hmm. but you have to believe it everything that you feel how you vibrate mm-hmm. is what comes to you yes mm-hmm. so I, I can go next if you want, or you want to go? <laughs> no, you can go. Maybe I, mean, I wasn't saying I wanted to go. Oh, because so. I know you was posed. I'm posed because I'm laughing at you because you're recording mail and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. She's silly. you all of it. Like she Why? got you on three D. Like. <laughs> Why? <laughs> my child giving me such a headache. I don't understand. But my motivation, she she got me saying what she's saying. My motivational quote for this week is, make your life a masterpiece. Imagine no limitation on what you can be, have, or do. I like that quote because I'm here to tell you, you are limitless. We serve a limitless God. You are limitless. You can do anything you set your mind off to do. If you can visualize it in your mind and create it, with your words and put it down on paper, you can have what you want to manifest. So I just want to say you are limitless. Limitless. Go after every dream you possibly can. Don't give up. And okay. I was trying to show you something. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, finish. Oh. And <laughs> just know that God can do a seating abundantly above all that you may ask or think. And what's important to you is important to God. So go after it all. You're limitless. Good. I love it. Here's a girl. Silly. It was awesome. I loved it. Bonnie, you want to go ahead? I will go ahead. I don't have a quote, though. This is just what I live by. Mm-hmm. Put your big girl or big boy drawers on. Yes. Affirm mm-hmm. yourself and do it anyway. See? Come on. Some will, some won't, so what next? Because we got to get friends, we got to keep moving. Come on. I have no time. You're not always going to get recognition for what you think you get recognition for. What you have done, you might not get recognition for it, but you're still doing it. Mm-hmm. And somebody going to see you. Yes. And everything is, you might not be, it might not be a popularity thing. Mm-hmm. It might not be would a whole world know who you are but as long as you can make sure you pay your bills every 30 days on time say it. that's all that matters yes mm-hmm. yes your face ain't even in the camera don't worry about it right. know, thank you. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, because it's Valentine's Day. I keep talking about it because our our name of our episode tonight was Cupid or Stupid. stupid. So, so we just wanted to like we're talking about oh, love. We're trying to see, you know what I'm saying? So I, understand. I get the wheels on the bus go right around. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all through the town. Hey, no, hey. So it was Cupid or Stupid. So like you know, we're talking about love, and then we're talking about some of the stupid things that happen when it comes to love. So you know, um, I just wanted to encourage everyone to um, know that self love comes first. When that takes place, being able to love is less of a struggle. So uh-huh. you know, if you love yourself first, mm-hmm. it's easier for you to first of all. 
um, accept someone mm-hmm. else loving you because sometimes we don't love ourselves. So when someone is trying to show us love or, you know, mm-hmm. love us or say they love us, it's hard for us to believe that they actually love yes, who we yes, are. Yes, you know what yes. I'm saying? So I just came up with that. Y'all know I'm always coming up with motivational quotes. I can't wait till my ebook drop because there's going to be affirmations and motivational quotes inside of that book um, for you to just do for 30 days. Excuse me, Mary J. Uh, I was saying, I know you've been around milk because all the hands. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> I'm just saying. I cannot. <laughs> yes, because this is serious. Right. Thank when you, you do this, up. I don't know. This is a sign language sign. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I can't. Well, I'm going to ask my interpreter because I don't know if I think this is stop. I think this is stop. Stop. I No, I really think this is stop. It's stop. I thought it was modern era. Oh, thank you. I thought it was modern era. I think this is thank you. Or is this thank you? Girl, don't give me the No, you know what? Don't get sued. We're not about to get sued. We're not about to get sued. If you watching and you know you do sign language interpreting, you can always contact us to give us a a class. But I think this is either thank you or stop. So I'm going to stop. Just stop. Real quick before we end, Tanya Penn said, my mission in life is to, it's not, my mission in life is not merely to survive, but to thrive and to do so with some passion, some compassion, some humor, and some style. See, yes. she says she has this on her refrigerator and she reads it every day. That's a beautiful thing. Yes, I see. Yes. Especially the style part. Hello? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Y'all come up here, shout with me. I'm looking real bare right now up at my store. And that's because, you know, I've been in business for almost a year. It came fast, but you know, um, I'm having a lot of sales. So if you're listening in, you can shop my website oh, at www.thebutique.com. Um, and you know, if you shop our Valentine's Day collection, I got some $14 items on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have like some linen um, shirts for. Black History Month, so it, I've got some shirts that talks about black nurses, or in, I have my anxiety awareness shirts because that's something that um, we definitely deal with in the black community, mm-hmm. uh, personally, myself. Um, so, you know, just definitely check out the site. Um, do you have something to say? No, I'm just... Because you look like a pimp right now. You got a hat and then you're trying to mimic me. But yes, guys, definitely shot with me. Um, I can't wait for the spring collection, God willing. And uh, make sure you guys shop with Vani. Yes. You guys book appointments Miss with Mel because Mel does esthetician work. Um, and make sure you guys support my mom. She does have a nurse apparel line. Yes. Um, she still has some shirts in stock. She needs to promote. But um, <laughs> <laughs> nevertheless. Nevertheless. <laughs> We all Stop. are winning out here. <laughs> <laughs> you know this is what we do. Um, I want to shout out somebody who is having specials for this weekend for Valentine's Day. His name is Dre Chef Bay. Go on, he's on Facebook. If you are looking for a good meal for the weekend, um, go on his page because he has some really, really good food. I mean, he caters like no other. So his name is Dre Chef Bay. Check them out. Not Chef Bay. Mm. Yes. It's, mm. it's Chef Bay. Yes. That's what his name is. I thought okay. you said it was Chef Dre. 
Now it's Chef Bay. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, we're done. Um, I don't know where Justin is at. <laughs> Justin didn't left us. Right. Justin, where is you oh. at? That was it. <laughs> we love you guys. 